on this episode. I hope that all the listeners out there enjoyed this. I legit had uh, some people sending messages saying, when's the next episode? We're missing it. So that was actually really good And that really was just his mom. <laughs> My mom's dead, dude. God damn it. <laughs> As soon as I said that, I was like, wait a second. She was talking to my dad. It was all fucked up. It was horrible. Okay. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of No Country for Old Mark and Juan. I'm your host, Mark Pearson, and these are my co-hosts. Juan Smith. And... Adam Radliff. Thank you for joining us all today. As as you all may have, you know, any of you who regularly listen to us, if you have not noticed, we missed a week last week. Uh, we had a family emergency. We we're unable to record. Uh, I'll let Juan go into that if he wants to. Yeah, my dad passed away last week, so it was kind of a tough week because we have the lockdown course because of the whole virus thing. And so we could not meet to console each other. We couldn't have a funeral. We could. It just made everything a mess. And so we ended up having to have him cremated yesterday. And then today's his birthday. So pops, you didn't make it to this one, but you probably would hate it anyway. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and as we can see, even though there is tragedy, Juan still has a great sense of humor. Oh my dad, Absolutely. dude, he was. That's where I got it. Probably he was. He was just a shitty jokester. Like just, you <laughs> would just say the meanest shit. Think it's so funny, and it was just like, yeah. wow, that's really okay. But you know, I do miss his his bad jokes, and you know, so now I now I understand why you and I are best friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, your dad's very wow. <laughs> but your Did dad loves any- his jokes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did he have any funny stuff in his uh, will? You know, yeah, yeah, this is what was funny about his will. He joked about there never being one. Yeah, he wasn't fucking around. <laughs> <laughs> he literally wasn't. But we did. We found that out uh, a few years back. So my sister ended up taking over the estate because my dad ended up in a home for uh, dementia. Because he had, mm-hmm. you know, dementia Ooh, at the end tough. there. But uh, fortunately, it was a very good place. He could afford it. He worked hard his whole life. Um, so he, you know. Fortunately, did not die alone, even though a lot of people like of the virus are dying alone. He did not. Yeah. He did not have anything related to that. It was just part of his time to go with dementia. Mm. Just happened to be at a really shitty time. He was always like, the man hates me. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know who won that one, Pops. But anyways, uh, you know, at least it was Trump for him. You know, <laughs> that was crazy old white racist, I tell you. But I'm yeah. not saying all you Trump supporters are, but it's probably quite a few. definitely a correlation yeah (laughs) not causation but correlation (laughs) all right well uh since we have been gone for two weeks uh quick updates you know everybody out there i'm sure most of you listening are under some sort of lockdown if you're listening to this close to the release date and if you're listening to this in the future future then yeah, this is during the whole coronavirus lockdown, you know, in late March, early April. And one thing I realized a couple of days ago was it was time to shut off the news and stop looking up conspiracy theories on the internet. Mostly I was doing it to make fun of people. And then a couple of days ago, one of my friends who I've known for 30 years sent me a random uh, conspiracy theory video. 
and I couldn't help myself. Wrong person, I just, bro. I just trolled him with facts. I wasn't a jerk, but I just trolled him with logical reasoning and facts. Because there's one thing conspiracy theorists really care about. Yeah. It's logic. logic. <laughs> and it was all like super. Okay. So we got to this. He got on this whole rant about QAnon and Alex Jones. And I finally was well, like. Why did Alex Jones go to jail right when all this shit happened? So, and then I was like, I was like, look, David Icke, Alex Jones, you know, Mark Sargent, QAnon, they're all in the same boat. They're all not. Don't forget Jim He's Jones. Like, well, yeah. He goes, well, he goes, I don't believe in Alex Jones anymore. And I was like, well, why not? He anymore? Goes, he goes, because he's <laughs> When not- did he ever believe in him? I know. And I was like, wait a minute. I said, so you can recognize that Alex Jones is not a credible source of information. And he goes, yeah, totally. And I said, so if Alex Jones, if you can recognize that, you can't recognize that Q is not a reliable source what of information. What is Q? It's it's a group of people that have this. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Are you sure it's not one person? Yep, got it, really bad it schizophrenia. <laughs> like I said, it's probably like I was talking with my brother about it. It's probably one person who thought I'm gonna make this up as a joke, or I'm gonna see how many people I can believe get to believe in this shit, and then you know it took off like wildfire. But what if? Whoever this person is is right. Okay, Adam's falling <laughs> into the dark side now. I'm just saying I'm willing to listen. I'm like, let's hear what the facts are. Let's hear what the okay. That was the are. thing. He had no facts. It was all just like rambling, incoherent stuff. And I said, look, I said, if you can present to me one thing that is from a credible source and not from a YouTube channel that's all about conspiracy theories. I'll I'll give you a legit shot and listen to it. Oh, so you're only listening to the lame stream media. <laughs> That's what I'm getting out of and this. And so then he got frustrated because all of my logic and reason was defeating all of his points. And I wasn't even trying to be a jerk. I was just getting frustrated because I was like, no, dude, this doesn't make any sense. Like, I'm not trying to be a dick, but what you're saying makes no sense whatsoever. And finally, he's like, I'm not a slave and I'm not a sheep. I, I'm free and I'm not going to be a slave or a sheep anymore. And I was like, okay. He said, we live in America and I have the right to believe whatever I do. And I said, you're completely right. I said, that's the beautiful thing about America. I said, you can believe whatever you want. I can believe whatever I want. We're entitled to our beliefs. And I said, I respect that right. I said, but I don't respect your beliefs. Was this Juan this whole time? No. <laughs> <laughs> Was that the friend you're, you're no. talking about? Juan I don't and care I had a conversation about shit. That's some a... passive aggressive shit. Yeah. <laughs> you're like talking to his face. I don't care about things enough to have an opinion. <laughs> Give a shit. Hey, cheers. I literally Juan live. Is... I know that probably really sounds shitty. I don't know, but like I literally live every day, like just now. I don't really worry yeah. about the future. I don't regret the past. I mean, I'm not saying I ever made like great decisions, but. Sorry, bitches. I don't regret them. Uh, but I'm just saying, like, I don't really. Yeah, I just I don't think like that. So, like, when people get all amped up because, like, the perfect sheep. A lot. A lot of people have like big fears about the future, right? Right. I, I just don't. So. Well, see. Okay. Here's the thing. Like, I can understand that right now during like a worldwide pandemic of a virus. Is it a pandemic though? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I understand I that people. So bad. <laughs> I've been stuck in here with five kids. I found kids. my lane. I right, found I'm my lane Adam for this whole the show. God. <laughs> You're just the best at being shitty. Is it though? 
And if you guys could see his face when he tilts his head when he does it, it's like extra <laughs> shitty. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> really, though? <laughs> <laughs> I would love, seriously, sincerely, I would love to like do a show or like a run a podcast where you're just like nonstop trolling conspiracy theorists. Oh, I would, I would I love to. Love getting them going. I, I love hey, it. it uh, when I, what was it like a month or two ago when I said I want to get Alex Jones on this podcast? I seriously do. Oh, I that, would do that, that in a, a second. Oh, for sure. <laughs> if there's like there would be like a, a if you made a top ten of people you would like to get a beer with, yeah. He's may not be in the top ten, but he's like the top twenty five. Yeah, because it's just like you know you would have a good time. You're like this guy's batshit crazy. <laughs> yeah, and I'm gonna get him wound up. Yep, and it's gonna be great. Yeah, same thing with Mark Sargent. That guy is, is so Mark logical. Sargent? I know that name. He's one of the biggest guys promoting the flat oh, Earth thing. Flat Earth guy. Yeah, I would lo- like. It would be so much. I don't fun. think he really believes it. I I don't care. I would still would do I it. I just think he found <laughs> his niche to make money. I it's think so possible. too. Yeah, man, because that's some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and like i'm not a person that like digs deep right like i scratch right. the surface of most conspiracy theories and they're usually so shitty right out of the gate like you don't really have to even dig far right, right. so it's like most you of see it's the just documentary so... about it huh about the flat earth yeah yeah god that him and that girl from houston yeah was the cringiest Oh yeah. Shit. So now oh, you yeah. know oh. how I feel about all the Detroit people when they're on the TV. Like, oh god, they're representing us. Yeah. Exactly. Like, they're gonna oh, think yeah. this is Houston. Oh Jesus. Oh yeah, uh, I watched that, bad. and she's like, "I have a radio show, and I'm in Houston." And I was like, "Great, great. Let's give Houston a bad name now." <laughs> she was like a, a, a crazy cat lady. Yeah. Like, and um, yeah, it, she makes money from it. I'm sure. Oh, she does. I know she does. I mean, you monetize your YouTube videos, and these people have hundreds of thousands, if not millions of views. They get money off of this. A lot of kitties. Ridiculous. Oh, my goodness. But anyway, so that was part of the coronavirus update. Juan, you know, has had, you know, his share of troubles. I've just been stuck inside, outside of work. Adam has been killing it in his own personal life. Just crushing pussy every day. <laughs> <laughs> no. He got a new cat. That's what he meant. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, this lockdown makes you about nuts, so. though. Yeah, it does. Start looking at yeah, that bike like I could do some shit to them gears. Like what? Like, I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at I'm looking at this room you guys are seeing. I'm like, damn man, you know he's got nothing in the room. You could eat off that floor. Like he is just <laughs> cleaning do whatever the fuck. Like Yeah. So the lockdown actually hasn't been that bad. It actually in, yeah. in complete honesty. Like it's been what a couple weeks now, mm-hmm. it's been, it's been what two two and a half weeks or whatever. It's been initially it was mildly frustrating. I've kind of gotten accustomed to it, and all I've really done is I've got I've realized I've have a lot of extra time at home, so I've just gotten more into my own creative pursuits because I was like I I don't want to go crazy. I need to like get my energy out somehow. So I've been doing more things creatively. Like I've been playing a ton more guitar. So I was like, I just need to do something to keep me active and keep my brain. I'm Costa Rican. I cleaned out the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> I even took pictures, man. <laughs> like, damn it, that's a clean fridge. <laughs> I tell you the one thing I do miss What's sports. That? Oh, I definitely miss sports. God, I wondered about that. Me. I thought to myself, because I'm not a sports person, right? We've talked yeah. about that before, but I was like, 
But I know a lot of guys do sport. They watch it all. Like, oh yeah, I am. Oh, yeah. Racing all people. the way down to NBA to Whoa. baseball to golf. Right? I don't watch racing. And I'm like, all of a sudden, time. there's nothing. Yeah, that's yeah, got to be Chad driving some it. people like, bat shit crazy, right? And now they're stuck yeah. at home. Like, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. I was just really looking forward to the baseball season because the, the Astros are going to be yeah. the bad guys for once. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I, I was just looking wait. at Astros jerseys. I would. Yeah. Yeah. And get them uh, while they're cheap. <laughs> I hear that they may. Um, this may be off topic, but they're talking about starting baseball next month, mm-hmm. first of the month in in Arizona. Yeah. Poor, poor guys. But um, and like it's basically they're quarantined, but they're playing baseball. Yeah. I was like, please do it. Like yeah. everyone will be watching. Yeah. Please. Yeah, any I, sport I would, that starts it, that's a that's you're the only yeah, thing in town. Audience. Yeah. Yeah. I really hope they do it because I love baseball. It's my second favorite sport. You know, I got who two are you a fan of again? Giants and the Astros. All right, we should go to some games this year. Yeah, I got some buddies that work for the team. We can go. Oh, I, I'm as soon as as soon as it's all, lockdowns up, I'm going to a game. I love baseball. Me too. Yeah, but I just it's interesting now because like you go to ESPN, like their website, and it's there's no news. It's just like who is the greatest running back of the '60s? You know, all these articles I know, people I are having some, to write uh, about vintage nothing. Jordan, right? Whole games, yeah. like you're just replaying, like whole <laughs> what series. Pisses me off. I love that. Who's number one mm-hmm. in top five reasons? Yeah, they need to bring that back. Yes. Like what? First off, why did they stop doing it? It was. Yeah. Uh, I love both of those shows, and they had plenty of topics they could do. And it's been like they stopped doing it like 10, 15 years ago. It's yeah. like time to bring those back. That's just compilation shows. Yeah. You don't need new sports. I mean, maybe they are. I haven't watched ESPN in probably six, seven months. But it's, it's like, yeah, not for me. I mean, I watch well, UFC yeah. and they, what they've been doing is some fights, they just fight them in the cage and like they have minimal yeah. people, but no like audience. But at least you can see something. Like if you were into yeah. football, like you're just screwed. <laughs> Yeah, I think the reason that they they're like UFC you can get away with because it's only like a couple of athletes. So I think that's why because like football or other organized team sports, you have a lot more people involved, you know, and there's no way to make like football non-contact unless you go. I mean, even if you said you went like flag football, you're still in close proximity to other people. Well, football, stuff like that. they have so much support staff, medical yeah. people, trainers, yeah. you know, all that. I mean, yeah. Each team yeah. has a roster of 53 guys plus the coaching and support and training staff. There's, you know, a couple hundred people. I, was say, I hear Dana White's going to like buy an island and have them go fight on this island. He would do quarantine that. them all there. He would. Like once they're healthy. Could he quarantine himself there and just never come back? Preferably. <laughs> he is a D-bag, isn't he? Like, he, he, he is. A huge, he's a huge yes. car salesman. Yeah. That he is in a, the right place at the right time. He's an absolute control freak. Yeah. I mean, bad. Like I, how and, even the stuff he gets away with still to this day is legal. Oh, yeah. I, I don't even know. So I many mean, double you, standards. You look at too. this guy and you just know he loves Limp Biscuit. Yeah, you know it from the pit in your 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 stomach, <laughs> as he should, <laughs> as everyone should. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my buddy got like uh, Fred Durst to respond to like a post he made. Oh really? Yeah, because he's got Fred Durst has that kind of time on his hands. Yeah, because he's not to, doing to respond anything. to random comedians in Houston. <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot of people there now. <laughs> yeah, stuck that's at, true. I, I, stuck at home, famous I, people. They're just. I had no idea Limp Biscuit was a Florida band 
until I saw like some like list on YouTube. Um, and I was like, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, Florida man makes Florida band. <laughs> <laughs> no offense, <laughs> I'm not from Florida. <laughs> no, nor would you. Oh want to my be. God! What, Becky? A mouse just ran across my table. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> you ballsy bastard! <laughs> I mean, I know I'm in a barn, all right. I know I'm in a barn. Yeah. Why you gotta come out? Why you gotta remind me, man? That's some <laughs> fucking bullshit. You know I'm a, now. I'm gonna have to disinfect like every. I'm gonna. Oh, oh, they carried the black plague. That's like a huge thing. Yeah, you remember the last episode where we touched on the black? Like, plague? I'm gonna make it through this podcast, but immediately following, I will be cleaning everything. <laughs> <laughs> out here as you should no, i mean i, I know should. that they're out here it's a barn right. they're gonna get in but yeah. don't show your face man like have, <laughs> some, yeah, have some respect have some respect jeez uh, they're supposed to only come out at night when exactly I, I even got the lights on <laughs> that's something juan's dad told him his whole life you should only come out no at that night. was probably my dad <laughs> reincarnated like i'm gonna fuck with you let's <laughs> <laughs> he came back as Templeton the Rat. <laughs> Charlotte's Web. I love that character, by the way. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen that movie in forever. He loves the Haven't seen the movie, don't know the story, and don't care. <laughs> wow, how? I know, I'm man. Shocked. I have like a bunch of weird, like avoided uh, spots in my life where shit that everybody's seen and no, heard that's of. That's blocked out. I didn't hear from it. trauma. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no. Like I grew up pretty conservative at one point when I was much younger, dude. I couldn't yeah. go to movies. I couldn't see shit. Right. So there was there was a time like in the early eighties, right, when every yeah. other kid was going to see ET and like going to movies. I didn't see a shit. So someone yeah. was like, "Oh man, remember Ghostbusters?" I'm like. No, no, never seen it. And now the fact that I haven't seen it is so sucks. epic to me. I don't want to see it ever. Like I have a list <laughs> of really popular movies like Home Alone, for instance. Never seen it. Not going to see what? it. It's on my list of no sees. I don't have to have that <laughs> shit in my brain and everyone else does. It's a really good movie. Home Alone isn't bad. Uh, Ghostbusters is terrible. I, I'm on record as saying that as well. Beetlejuice is another one I never saw. Beetle, I've never Beetlejuice seen Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice is trash. Is it? Trash. So I've never seen it. I'm not missing yeah, anything again. Bad. Yeah, I've never seen it. I never had no desire to see it. You're not missing anything. That's good to know. I'm, I'm glad I made the right decision. I've been, anyways. Oh, go ahead. No, no, we go ahead. Say? Okay. I was going to say, before we continue to sidetrack ourselves, let's get into today's subject. So, is it is movies it that Juan hasn't seen? Yes, it is. <laughs> like no, 300? It, oh, yeah. It's actually... It's a uh, actually we're going to talk about uh, ancient Greece and the battle battle of Thermopylae. So yeah, I didn't see that this, movie, man. Good because it's a very inaccurate recreation of the actual battle. Oh, good. That, so they were wearing shirts. They were actually wearing armor. <laughs> they weren't fighting in loincloths. So they did it or did not have six packs. <laughs> Probably did. We'll get into right, that I'm still later. Interested then. But I'm still interested. they didn't. Sh- show their exposed you know sensitive areas like you know <laughs> the worst way you could have phrased that, that was just like on we, the plane can we sound like that are we yeah. talking about are we still talking about abs here <laughs> their sensitive areas <laughs> jesus what 300 did you watch <laughs> uh, oh my not the one with gerard butler <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So anyways, at this all took place f- 
from the year. Okay, the whole we're talking about the Greco-Persian Wars, mm-hmm. and those took place from uh, 499 BC to 449 BC, so over a period of 50 years. And at this point in history, there was no country of Greece. The area was made up of Greek city-states such as Athens, Corinth, Corinth. Argos, Megara, and Sparta. There were several more, but we're going to focus mostly on Sparta and Athens today. So, yes, <clears throat> this is the same Sparta that is depicted in the movie 300. Uh, from what Adam told it. me, he yeah, Adam told me he broke his wrist watching the movie. <laughs> oh, that just dude, those see, abs, dude you're just digging a deeper hole. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <man. laughs> No soldier. Look, if you can't appreciate the the human form, you got a problem. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> Look into yourself. <laughs> you okay there, one? Oh, I have to girl, use a mirror the, for that. I think Cersei from um, Game, Game of Thrones, Thrones is yeah. in that. Yeah, right. That's yeah. her. She plays Smoke uh, Show. Leonidas. Oh my God! What is this? <laughs> what are you doing? Does anyone I else guarantee- realize that when we wear these, we look like Michael Jackson? Yeah. yeah, he's 100% huffing paint right now yeah. with this mask. <laughs> Speaking of masks, someone the other day was like, I don't want to wear a mask because I don't want to look stupid. And I, and I was <laughs> like, hey, you know what? I'd rather look stupid than be stupid. Here, here, nine out of ten people are wearing it. When you see someone who doesn't have one, you're like, damn, he must be broke. <laughs> people, <laughs> people here have caught on. Most places, when I actually do go out, you know, pe- most people are wearing masks. Probably like 75%. Where can you even find? I don't know. Never mind. Distracting again. It's going on some tangent. What did he distract? (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Uh, Okay. So mm, pretty much no soldier in history has anything on the Spartan soldiers. Uh, Sparta was made up of three social classes. The Spartan. Oh my goodness, I forgot. Spart- he wrote this, folks. Yeah, I did write this, but this is okay. The Greek language is not an easy language. So, unless you've studied Tzatziki. Greek, <laughs> you're going to have a hard Euro. time. Hey, who's the one that was giving me crap about Kabob? <laughs> Goat. <laughs> That's Goat. Dude, you guys are better than TV right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, the first, the highest social class was the Spartitiates. I think I'm saying that right. The next was the Peroshi, and the third was the Helots. So the highest class, yeah, I know. The highest class was the, the Spartans, basically. They were the highest class, ma- class made up of the soldiers who served in the army, and they had full rights politically and legally, and were the only citizens who could participate in politics. They were the leaders of the military and of the Spartans. So they were state. like the whites. Basically, <laughs> if we want to simplify it, yes. Juan's giving me nothing on the, uh, the tall, <laughs> the tall, handsome, bald whites. <laughs> well, I'm not tall, but uh, thank you. I'm assuming you're talking about me. <laughs> I was. So the Perosi were the tradesmen of Sparta. They were the blacksmiths, the merchants who made and acquired weapons and armor for the military, and they were largely made up of foreigners. I was Some just of them say, were. That's us. that's me they were the the blue collar workers of sparta and they paid taxes and they were allowed to own land and they were also allowed to read and write as well thank you yeah yeah must be nice they they also served in the military just not in the same way as the spartans did 
Uh, lastly, there were the helots. They were the servants slash slaves and farmers doing all the manual labor that the other classes didn't want to do, and they were largely hated by the Spartans. Helots could earn their freedom by serving in the military, but even if they did earn their freedom, they were not treated much better than animals. In Sparta, it was legal to kill any helot, free or slave, if you felt like it. Just, if you felt just like, it? like it? Yeah, if you were like, I want to go kill a helot, you could go kill him, and there would be no repercussions. Damn. Well, I mean, I see some logic there. <laughs> Adam Radliff, everybody. <laughs> uh, if you want, I will forward any email straight to him. <laughs> I know, even I was sitting different back here times, like, different times. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they dominated in their time, right? Yeah, they did. So they might have been on to something. So when the Spartans conquered the first nearby village t- to make them slaves, the villagers only had kebab skewers to defend themselves, while the oh, Spartans had their long s- spears and swords. This made it very unfair fight, so obviously, you know, the de- villagers were defeated. And it is rumored that the village was taken over by the Spartans because the villagers made the best chicken Slovaki, and since the Spartans were all about war, they could barely make any bread. I fucking knew it. <laughs> when you <laughs> said chicken kebab, this paragraph. <laughs> Really? I was like, what are the odds I mentioned kebabs earlier? <laughs> and you're like, I was like, oh, kebabs, curious. Okay. I can't help it. I have to make jokes about food. <laughs> have you ever had Greek food? Oh, heck yeah, all the time. Oh, that's very good. Yeah. There's a really good place, like maybe a couple miles from where I live, a Greek guy, and then another one, maybe like 10 that's minutes. That's what it's called? No, it's called A Taste of Greek. I was going to say, because your Chinese food re- recommendation <laughs> has some sketchy-ass name, too. What was it called? My Chinese food recommendation. Oh, was it Thai food? What? I'm, I'm confused What's now. the Chinese place? It's like in um, southwest Houston. It's got some really- Katie fun- Asian Town? Katie Asian Town. <laughs> That's not a restaurant. That's like a whole group of like shops and stores. Really? Yeah. It's like 30, 40 restaurants and a big Asian I thought it was a store. town because you'd always say, Katie, I'm going to Katie. Well, it's in the it city of Katy. Oh, okay. It's in the city of Katy, but it's like a whole shopping center that's all just Asian stores or uh, restaurants. Let me ask you this: yeah. Is that phrase "Katy Asian Town" on any building? It's on. Um, Let I, me answer this for you. <laughs> no, it is not. I'm pretty sure it's on one of the signs by the entrance. If it's not, I've by been the there entrance. A yeah, the entrance to the town. No entrance. <laughs> Entrance to the parking lot. <laughs> the park. Okay. So it's like a little. But like, they also like have Greek food mall. there. No, no. The, we're talking about two different places. The Greek food place. The Greek guy. The name of the Greek place. <laughs> <laughs> they always have really nice bathrooms. You ever notice that? No, they don't. Uh, no, no, I'm not noticed that at all. <laughs> I think they're living much better here. Because <laughs> it's always like just stone and gold. <laughs> no, I've never seen gold in a bathroom. Oh, I have so many times. <laughs> Where have you been going to Trump Tower? No, I just know people that like, <laughs> dude, their house is like, I don't know. They work like, it seems like nine days a week, right? Yeah. For this place that's like ridiculous, right? I mean, yeah. I know people who have like bowling alleys in their basement and like full arcades and shit, like crazy shit. And the yeah. dad who pays for it all, they never see him because the yeah. guy just works for this like <laughs> ridiculous living for his kids. 
like yeah. insane. And that's you know that's kind of common. Yeah. Yeah, and it must be. It's can, like they you turned on the air a little bit. <coughs> can you turn on the air? I freaking hate you, man. <laughs> Dude, it's like 90 outside. Uh, fucking, I think fucking prima a... donna over here. <laughs> can you turn the air down? It's a little too warm. It's 40 degrees, bro. As Adam's, like, yeah, let me get a palm leaf and start waving you down. As over Adam here. sits here in his underwear. Yeah, all you gotta do is teleport right here. It's 40 well, degrees where I'm sitting. <laughs> gotta be comfortable in your own house. <laughs> True. I'll be honest. Like, Wait a minute, he just nice told you that in your place. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, I might have said, like, bitch. Fucking don't you dare tell me what I'm gonna wear. <laughs> By the way, Give don't me a cold remember beer you being in the boxer briefs. In a, in a oh yeah. Oh, last yeah. time we recorded, I'm yeah. like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> you know what's fucked up? I didn't even know. I'm wearing shorts, people. <laughs> I'm used to Mark sitting there in freaking shorts with his balls hanging out. I don't even notice. <laughs> No, nah, we can't see. I just know it's not. I know what's happening. <laughs> You've known me too long. I've known you too long. <laughs> Every time I'm like, dude, you need some new underwear. What the hell? <laughs> it's like, but now I know the reason, and I'm like, okay, I understand now. I didn't know. I don't even, even want to know what he's wearing whenever he's not talking to somebody <laughs> on video stream. It must be a white thing. I got two little white kids, and like, all they wear is underwear. I'm like, dude. <laughs> Close, I bet man. You he's wearing a fucking like body skin suit. That's what he's wearing. <laughs> he puts the lotion on the basket. <laughs> and they're probably that. What is that? Uh, something lemon. Like <laughs> a lemon? Buffalo Bill over here. Uh, Lululemon. Is that what it is? Yeah, Lululemon. <laughs> yeah, those are my shorts, dude. <laughs> Wait, did it? They make shorts. Yeah, they make guys' clothes too. Dude, Why do they're you know so that? expensive. Because I dude. bought I bought these there. These are the best shorts I've ever had. <sighs> and they're not also, cheap, man. That's just no. expensive. I got the these amount of respect that I just lost. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'd like good quality clothes. Sue me. If I could. <laughs> man, if you see the shorts I had to wear back in like 84, it'd make you sick. The nut huggers? Oh yeah, man. But they let you wear shorts in prison? <laughs> no, I wasn't still. I was in juvie at the time. I was only 13. <laughs> I was working my way up. I don't want to think about your nut huggers when you're 13. You fucking creeps. Sorry, man. You're the one that took me back to juvie. I don't know what to tell you. This has gone on. I don't know what happened. Where the Greeks at? What happened? This is very Greek. This is very Greek. Yeah. So babies were born in Sparta and they were bathed in wine and then inspected. Uh, depending on the reaction to the wine bath, it was determined if they were physically fit or not. Uh, yeah. They believed that a certain kind of reaction when a baby was bathed in wine meant they were worthy or not. So if they were deemed not strong enough, they were left out in the wild to die of exposure or they would be made a helot. So a slave. So if a baby or a child cried or complained, or, uh, they were ignored. That actually sounds similar to my upbringing. Uh, once a boy turned seven, they were property of the state. Sweet. Yeah. So people complain about their lives here in America. Oh, once man, I'd seven, be down two kids right now. <laughs> yeah once they were in when they once seven they were enrolled in the agog it was like this training center for young spartan children they were to be trained as a soldier <coughs> Excuse me. this is guys just spreading corona all over my apartment totally 
<laughs> they were trained under a Pedemonius at the Agog. Padanom- Sounds Paddy? Pederasty. Pateron. Okay, this guy, this trainer guy, it's roughly translated as boy herder. So that's what they were known as, just a boy herder. So like a shepherd for boys. Yeah. Makes sense. I see your face, Juan. Oh, I'm sorry. I was, <laughs> I was stroking at, out. No, I, I, went, I went to mass in my head for a second there. So, <laughs> so are oh, you Catholic? No. <laughs> <laughs> I just go to math, uh, mass in my head once in a while. <laughs> Over the next 11 years, the boys were constantly tested on their strength, endurance, and intelligence. And at the end of the 11 years, the boys were sent out into the wilderness with only a spear and a blanket. If they returned in one or two weeks, they were deemed to be not strong enough. If they stayed out for a full month they when then returned, they were seen as strong men. Once they passed this final test, they were given Spartan citizenship and a wife and then sent to live in the Spartan army barracks until the age of 30. If a boy didn't pass this final test, he was put into the middle class, the Perosi class. Holy whoa, 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 shit. Whoa. They only get one girl? Yeah. But then but if they still. only get one, then, or, then what does the other dude get? None? <laughs> so that's crazy. So we talked about the Romans previously, mm-hmm. and they had it set up to where like you had to be like, what, it was like 32, 34? Yeah. It was, like something, it was like something in the mid-30s. Mm-hmm. That's actually kind of smart. Like they, they set it up to where you can't get your come up for a little while. You have to work and do the grunt work. Right. So the like, older people can kind of like, not relax, but like, can kind of phase into adulthood and and run politics. That's actually not bad of an idea. Like make people pay their dues before right. they. No, but only one sp- wife. I don't get that because you would <laughs> they're really stuck on this wife shit. <laughs> well, you but must, no, like, then they're like, we're gonna really put gonna you and this chick in the, the Persians lose until this. you're thirty. No, 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 no. The 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 women and the men once married, they were married at seventeen or eighteen. Whenever they graduated, they were not allowed to live with their wives. Until they were, they can only live with their wife after they had turned thirty. So, like, done their service, right? Like, you got to do your time to get some. Wow. Right. See, anytime someone gives me shit for not being married and I'm thirty four, like, yeah. hey, I'm just doing a Greek style. Yeah, exactly. Oh, dude, I didn't really get married till I was forty. So the first one didn't count. Not. Nah. <laughs> Plus, were the Greeks straight fucking dudes nonstop? Actually, in the research that I came into this, no. So it wasn't nonstop. It was just close to nonstop. <laughs> I'm not sure what he's getting at. <laughs> no, like, uh, uh, there's a line in the movie is like those fucking boy lovers from Athens. He's talking about docking. That's what he's talking that's, about. Oh my god, that wasn't on the recording part. <laughs> that was us just riffing about weird sex stuff before we started recording. <laughs> And for all those ladies going, oh my god! Why the Look, we're dudes. All right, sorry. Uh, yeah, sorry. We didn't. We didn't mean to bring it in. We're, he brought we're it man, in, not us. We're men. Keep, keep your expectations low. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good philosophy in life. It really is. That's why I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Then another part of the training was called the cryptia. Boys who did very well were selected and then tested even more harshly than the boys at the Agog. Part of this training included being sent out into the Greek countryside with only a knife, 
to kill as many helots as they could without oh. getting caught. If they were caught for killing a helot, they were beaten severely and then made a helot for the rest of their life. Fuck. Uh, like they're turning them into little assassins. Yeah, I was like, man, you better be as one solid what assassin. What do these helots do? Huh? What do these helots do? They were just the slaves. This? They were like the farmers. They just. Why, the, yeah, but why would like, they any second to kill anybody them? can whack me? I'm going to be yeah. a ninja mofo. Like. <laughs> Anytime I'm not working, I'm training and shit. I'm coming up with small weapons. Like, I mean, that's a horrible way to live. Yeah. And then yeah. they put him in that position. He puts himself in that position for once, right? So if right. he gets caught, then he goes. But like, they do that shit day to day. Yeah. So it's like, God. these guys are going in with straight killers, man. That, yeah. That's scary. It's, it's crazy. Life was so fucking cheap back then. Yeah. It really was. It was. You really would have had to have been such a hard ass. Oh yeah! To survive, man. Like, dude, the guys that would survive that would be only like the biggest, strongest, you know, most intelligent, whatever. I mean, that would be it. Other than that, you're getting helocked, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I'd be looking over my shoulder every day for that weapon coming at me, man. I'd, oh, I'd yeah. rather be a fucking plebeian than to be a heloc. For the sound of it, <laughs> yeah, the middle class. Yeah, they had it pretty Wait, good. No, I'm talking plebeian oh, Roman plebeian. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. I see what you're saying now. Yeah. A plebeian rather than a Hela. Oh yeah. Not like life as a plebeian was great in the Roman empire, but still it was, but at least your name doesn't Hela. sound like you know, heel. Like we're just people are on you. encouraged to murder you. Yeah. For, <laughs> for nothing. <sport>. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> as a test. Yeah. At any time you could just be, you know, digging up some crops and dudes pops out of a bush and that's fine. No problem with that. How, as long as yeah, as how get far separated is this time period? To like Aristotle, Socrates, Plato. it's within a few hundred years. Oh, just a few hundred. <laughs> Fucking fuck Greece so far. <laughs> oh, we we can still got more. To, I still got a couple more pages. To I'm go not going here. to San Torino anymore. Fuck <laughs> so I don't like female Greek food. <laughs> I don't like Greek women. <laughs> I hate their music. <laughs> so, fuck them. <laughs> Man, I thought I was bad with the North Koreans. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah, Juan really dislikes the North Koreans, and apparently Adam has no like inkling <laughs> of anything positive for the Greeks. No, uh, I he like for life. <laughs> Spartans are dicks. I oh. do love Trojans, though. Is that all? No, that's yeah. a different part of town. Oh, that's same. That's same Greece, way. right? Yeah. Greek right, fought cool. the Trojans, yeah. Okay, so the I'm females- assuming they must be good because they became a condom, right? So it's Wait, I'm talking about the condoms. Yeah, I'm talking about the condoms, to be clear. <laughs> Would know, Female- never used them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. How many kids do you have? Five. No, exactly. I, uh, four aren't mine, physically. <laughs> I only have one legitimate child. Well, that sounds really shitty, right? Well, that sounds yeah. terrible. <laughs> Delete this recording. I'm going to loop that for like hey, 10 I minutes. I wasn't the horror of that situation. I'm kidding. I don't know. Um, they were all from my wife's first marriage. Well, she was like right. a factory. So. <laughs> Again, you don't want this on you don't want this on vinyl or on wax or whatever they call it. <laughs> this could only come back like in court. Like, uh, your honor, he said And I'm like, I no- think he killed him because he was Greek. <laughs> Where would you get that idea? Well listen to this recording. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, Not this a has good been good thing to say about it. <laughs> 
This has been the most fun I've had too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this, been a good time, this yeah. is definitely the this best. This is for thing. us. Yeah, this, this is this is for us. Yeah. Anybody we else out there that's listening this week? <laughs> we yeah. just needed this. <laughs> totally. So, female Spartans were trained in dance, gymnastics, and javelin throwing. Not cooking. Uh, Spartan, first thing I noticed. <laughs> Spartan women were known for having more freedom than any other woman in the Greek world. They were able to legally own and inherit property and were the best educated women. Spartan women were also free to do more with their lives since they had a slave's class to do most of the domestic work for them. If they weren't mothers, they often participated in competitions such as dancing, singing, and wrestling, uh, sort of Ooh. like the Olympic Games, and they all participated nude. Nice. Yeah. That's, that sounds watchable. Yeah, it does. I mean, it's a shame that um, that went away. Yeah, totally. I think most people would give that a day in court. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Spartan soldiers also didn't drink heavily, and drinking was really only for the slaves. <clears throat> You're losing me. Occasionally, Spartan soldiers were... <laughs> Spartan soldiers got into drunk shaming and they would force their slaves to get drunk until they were hostile and aggressive and then they would parade them around to the children to show them how ridiculous they were acting heavy drinking was a sign of weakness to the Spartans and so Spartans were all about showing their strength so anything that made you appear weak or like you didn't have full control or like you were vulnerable very, very or something right so I mean, it makes logical sense right but fuck them. I would still <laughs> rather be the drunk. Even Jesus made fucking wine. Come on. You gotta, you gotta let loose every once in a while. So, a Spartan soldier was given one piece of clothing per year to wear. A red cloak. This was done to keep them from getting fat. They, if they got too big for the cloak, they would eat less and exercise more so they could still fit into their cloak. You know, actually, that's... I don't want to go on a little tangent. That's actually not a bad idea. So like if you made everyone wear like skin tight clothing, like mm. like like uh, Lululemon as a, your one to wear, uh, <laughs> people would probably work out a little bit more or care more about their health. So like it's if you make it to where it's like there's no nothing left to the imagination. That's possible. For oh, some you need people. so much imagination over here. Like Star Trek, <laughs> Star Trek, they're all wearing the same shit, right? Yeah. So it's because like. It's kind of pressuring them to stay in shape. Buck Rogers, for those old enough to know who that was, that's how you dress. Yeah. So <laughs> there's no moo-moos no, in Sparta or not. Star Trek. Yeah, I was definitely so, leaning more that way. <laughs> the boys the boys were underfed and they were kept in a near constant state of hunger to promote athletic and toned bodies. Another reason they were underfed was to see if they could steal food without being caught. If they were caught, they were severely beaten. Keeping them hungry was also preparation for their future as soldiers. As often in battles, soldiers would be without food going from place to place. If a boy was fat and didn't get back into shape, he would be banished. Spartan boys were frequently and randomly beaten and hazed to toughen them up. Often boys would be selected to fight each other in an attempt to weed out the weak boys and only keep the strong. The boys were taught to never hold grudges or to fight each other out of anger. That's good. That so, is true. When you can control your emotions in a physical situation, you have yeah. such an advantage. You really do. 
Yeah. Ragers, this, they, the ragers are the easiest thing to oh, defend yeah. against. <laughs> and they were taught this from the age of seven. And they had 11 years. That makes well, a lot of sense, though. Yeah. Everything in Sparta was about the military. Literally everything, especially for the men. Everything was about being a soldier from the time you were seven. Kind of sucks. Yeah. That's why I like, I'm a, I kind of am more of an Athens guy. Well, we'll get into Athens here. All right. Next part. Boys were also not given footwear until they graduated. So imagine Jesus. if you didn't have a pair of shoes or sandals Rocky, until you were 17. Greece? Yeah. This Ugh. was done to harden their feet to, so they would develop calluses so they could march for miles and miles. They were even forced to march barefoot in the snow to toughen them up. Fuck that. Yeah. To keep up a steady supply of young boys to train, young Spartan men were married off at you know 17 and then encouraged to have children. But they were required to live in the barracks and were prohibited from living with their wives until they turned 30. Often the young men would sneak out of the barracks at night to spend time with their wives. If they were caught, they were severely beaten, not as punishment for disobeying the rules, but as punishment for being sloppy enough to get caught. That's a shame. Yeah. Every- it's worth it, though. Yeah. I've had, to, I've had to do that. <laughs> you had to jump out of a couple of windows? <laughs> no, I went to a private boarding school where the girls' dorm was separate from the boys' dorm, and uh, that was kind of like the ultimate things to be able to get over there and get back in one piece without getting caught pretty <laughs> difficult ever, pretty difficult you ever succeed did i ever succeed oh yeah what's her name let's hear some story now i'm kidding <laughs> i'm glad <laughs> sparta was very much also into education just not in the same way as athens was spartans were taught military strategy physical training and mental toughness even the women were trained to be tough, just not taught to be full-blown warriors. Spartans were prepared for war so intensely that when they were actually at war, it was a rest for most of them. They were used to long marches, and when at war, they would be allowed to eat and whatever they could and rest, whatever, you know, they, you know if they conquered a town, they got the food. Well, treat yourself shitty war will be nice. Yeah, that's basically what it was, and they actually got rest because they wanted to make sure during war they could actually perform at the highest level. So training was brutal, but wartime was kind of a break from all the intense training. Uh, Life in Athens, here we go, Adam. (laughs) Yeah. Life in Athens was... For the record, I have already said that I'm more of an Athens guy before hearing whatever's coming up right now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Life in Athens was very different from life in Sparta. All men born in Athens over 18 were considered citizens and had a voice in their democratic government. Athens is where democracy was invented. The economy of Athens was different from that in Sparta. Sparta's economy was based on farming and whatever they could conquer. The Athenian economy was based on trade with other city-states and other countries. Nice. Education in Athens was only for boys. They were taught reading, writing, math, and literature, where they had to memorize everything considering books were very expensive. The boys were also taught music and the arts. Women in Athens couldn't vote, own land, or operate businesses. Women in Athens were married off at the age of 15 and expected to stay at home and then manage it. While in Athens... While Athens well, at least they're in management. <laughs> <laughs> Domestic management, yeah. While Athens didn't have the same emphasis on the military that Sparta did, they had a very capable military and the best navy of all the Greek city-states. 
So what was the Battle of Thermopylae and who did it involve? The battle was just a part of the Greco-Persian Wars, which lasted from 499 to 449 BC. The Persians had built an empire which began in modern-day Iran, and they kept on conquering territories westward until they moved into Europe through modern-day Turkey and Bulgaria and down into Greece. From there, they began to march yeah, south into the more heavily populated areas of Greece. The king of Persia, Darius I, had recently usurped the throne of his relatively young empire and had spent time putting down any rebellions. The Greek city-states of Athens and Eritrea had led the Ionian revolt against the Persians from 499 to 494 BC. The revolt had been largely unsuccessful. Darius was pissed because he felt the revolting Greeks threatened the integrity of his empire, and he was determined to punish those involved in the revolt while also taking over the entirety of the Greek city-states. In 492 BC, the Persian commander Mardonius led troops into Greece and took back the city-state of Thrace and forced Macedon to submit to Persian rule. After this, Darius had emissaries sent to all of the other city-states and requested them to give him a gift of, quote, earth and water as a symbol of submission to him. Most of the city-states submitted, but Athens and Sparta would not give in. The Athenian, oh, in Athens, the emissaries were put on trial and then executed by being thrown into a pit. The yeah. Spartans, yeah, the Spartans just simply threw the emissaries into a well. So that part about the movie 300 is true. Uh, to ease the fury of Darius, two Spartan soldiers volunteered to go to Susa to be executed in exchange for the emissaries that were killed. Idiots. That is insane. That's suicide. Yeah. Two dudes were like, yeah, I'll, I'll volunteer to go be killed. Well, by have you met their wives? No. Straight bitches. <laughs> I'd be like, I'll do anything to get out of this marriage. I can see that. So, I can see that. Well, I can see how somebody would so, be put there. Was Darius, is that Cyrus the Great's son or grandson? I believe it's his grandson. Yeah, because then well, Xerxes is after Xerxes Darius. Act, yeah. Yeah. Cyrus so, the Great, one of the greatest historical figures of in, all time of all yeah. time yeah yeah and actually underrated in the persian empire life was not that bad they yeah. they really did believe in equal rights equal rights for most people and they had a lot of social justice reforms they just wanted to conquer everything i yeah. thought you said equal whites <laughs> i almost like, did and i, re, like, I, I like, came back it's about right all right <laughs> naturally darius was enraged and he had his navy transport troops and attack the city of naxos and then the silent oh my goodness Silatic islands and then finally they moved on to eritrea where they destroyed the city they next marched towards athens but in the battle of marathon the Persians, with their superior numbers, were beaten back by the Athenians. They had home field advantage. And they, uh, this loss saw the Persians withdraw back to Asia. So, Darius began to gather his forces and build an even larger army to take all of Greece. But in 486 BC, Egypt revolted against Persia, keeping Darius from going back to conquer Greece. Before he could squash the Egyptian rebellion, he died and his son, Xerxes I, took the throne. Xerxes smashed the Egyptians and began to build a massive army to conquer Greece. Xerxes knew that in order to take Greece, he would have to have 
an insane amount of number of supplies and men, and this would require a very long-term plan. The Athenians had also been preparing for war. Under the direction of Themistocles, they had a massive fleet of triremes, which were ships, built to conquer the Persian navy. Triremes, by design, were very poor seagoing vessels, and they had to stick close to shore and really could only sail on calm seas. Yeah, they were like garbage boats. They were like these boats where they had a bunch of, like one mast with one sail and a bunch of guys, slaves that would row, and they had like a big battering ram at the front. But they didn't really use it all that much. They mostly, mostly just fought like hand-to-hand, got up next to another ship. And it was, you know, just like a hand-to-hand battle on boats. Now, were they slaves rowing or helots? It would be the helots. Well, if they were the Spartan ships, they were the helots. But the Athenians also had slaves that gotcha. they would. So if you're a, like a, trying to be a Spartan, you got to get your fucking kills up of these helots, drop into one of these ships... It's not fucking ship, ship, ship. You're fucking done. That's true. You've leveled up. (laughs) This sounds like hell so far. It does. Oh, yeah. So in 481 BC, Xerxes sent emissaries to all the Greek city-states except Sparta and Athens to ask for a gift of earth and water. This action had the complete opposite effect he intended, leading all the other Greek city-states to rally around Sparta and Athens, founding a confederate alliance. This is amazing because many of these city-states were still at war with each other. Themistocles suggested that since Xerxes' army would have to pass through the narrow pass at Thermopylae, their forces should be, ma- should be sent there to make their stand, while the navy blocked the Straits of Art. Oh my goodness, Artemisium, to keep them from simply sailing around Thermopylae. The Persians had lightly armored archers, which had little effect on the Greek hoplites because they wore bronze armor, and once close enough, they would decimate the archers with their long spears. The Persian army didn't have the same bronze armor or long spears that the hoplites had. They had leather and cloth armor and short spears and swords. The Persians, however, had the immortals a group of 10,000 elite soldiers, which were always kept at a standing number of 10,000 troops, hence the name Immortals. When an Immortal fell, they were immediately replaced, so they would always have 10,000 men. So that part of the movie was also accurate. Right. They just didn't look like zombies. Right. (laughs) Did they have two swords like they were Leonardo from the fucking Ninja Turtles? No. (laughs) Right. Fucking... Fuck you, Dan Snyder. <laughs> Zack Snyder? Zack Snyder. <laughs> yeah. Who's Dan Snyder? Why is that I don't Snyder? know. <laughs> the hoplites, in addition to having superior weapons and armor, armor also were better trained. They operated in a phalanx formation. In, in, in this formation, the soldier shields formed an interlocking barrier to protect against enemy attacks while allowing them to either push forward with relative safety or stand their ground with a literal wall of shields and men. So that's another accurate thing they recreated in the movie 300. Now, is there any correlation, like a root word, like between phalanx and phallus? I don't know. I, I, now I'm curious. It's basically, it's the dick formation. <laughs> Just get in the dick formation, folks. No, not the soft dick, the hard dick formation. <laughs> What is big deal? Yeah. <laughs> the one you ram with. Huh? <laughs> Hold your ground or push forward. That's it. 
we go more it, for, for the whatever pushy. reason the formation is always like slightly leaning to the left it's weird <laughs> i don't know why <laughs> Oh, my goodness. At this time, one of the two kings of Sparta was King Leonidas. It is rumored that when Leonidas heard of the Persian forces, he consulted an oracle, and the oracle told him that in order for Sparta to be saved, one of its kings would have to die. Leonidas gathered 300 of his personal bodyguards and then left behind the rest of his army. Now, he didn't leave behind his army because the Oracle or any politics or any other bullshit that was depicted in the film 300, he left behind the army because he felt that if he didn't leave the army behind, the Helots would have easily risen up and taken over Sparta while the army was gone. That's because you're fucking murdering them all the time. <laughs> exactly. Give me a second, man. Give me one second. Right. That's what they're thinking. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Take this shit over, man. Tired of getting yeah. killed for no reason. It's a, it blows my mind. I guess the, whenever you're in that situation, it's, it's easier said than done. But all these times in history, where like a small group of people have ruled over like these huge right. populations, like, which like, hello, fucking rise up and take yeah. over. What's the worst that could happen? You, you could uh, die and not have to live this 30 thing. to 60 years of misery. Yeah. I mean, they could have stopped know. them early when those guys were starving and weak. All the fat kids could have rose up, just plowed their asses over, <laughs> took over. What are you going to yeah. do? It's, it's clearly easier said than done because, like, literally, history is littered with, with oh, this yeah. happening. Yeah. I used to think about that when I lived in the South. Because I was like, man, these plantations, they are huge, right? I mean, yeah. where did take- you live in the South? Oh, I lived in Biloxi, Mississippi for six years. Oh, I mean, that that's, is the South. that's the South. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it was like I would see these places and I'm like, man, these, they would take hundreds of people to even like run this. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm thinking they're kid. How big could the families be? Like at one day, no one ever just woke up and like, you know what? Let's fucking take it. Like nothing. <laughs> but why, you wonder mm-hmm. why that is. It's a, probably the psychology behind. I'm sure there's, there's some psychology. Some, definitely some psychology yeah. behind it because it has happened literally like. Since the beginning of time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So Leonidas and the 300 Spartans met up with this, with 7,400 other Greeks from 13 other city-states, and they headed for the pass at Thermopylae. All right, so that does not track with the movie 300. Exactly. Not track with the movie at all. Mm-hmm. The pass at Thermopylae was very narrow and bordered, bordered on one side by tall cliffs and on the other side by the ocean, a perfect choke point to defend and make the nearly 250,000 Persian soldiers almost useless. Damn. It is rumored that wow. there were two and a half million Persians, but historians believe that 250,000 is the most accurate number. What the fuck do historians know? That has always bothered me, <laughs> not to go on a tangent no, again. I always wonder that too. I'm like, how did they... Fu- what, it's what, fucking guesswork. Do, do they just go, nah, that sounds like a little much. I'm going to go with well, 250. Okay, but you have to also have to think about it. Like, the world was not as heavily populated back then. How do we know? High de- higher death rates, more disease. QAnon told me specifically. <laughs> that okay, th- I'm unplugging his <laughs> microphone. <laughs> Did he, though? Exactly. <laughs> oh, I'm just saying, man. it does annoy me when, like, historians... Uh, they say with such certainty, right? All these like, oh well, this clearly wasn't the case. 
Because like in like the especially with Roman history, right. they're like, oh, this clearly is not true. Even though that's the only record we have. Yeah. I'm like, what do you base this on, motherfucker? I you just think, have to write and then your their th- numbers are always like drastically the other direction. Yeah. It's right. not even like close. It's like ten or ten million. What? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like like so, anyways, the number of the Persian army was somewhere between two hundred and fifty thousand to two point five million. Just to order a magnitude. Yeah. So, anyways, they were vastly, vastly outnumbered. Yeah. There was there was no way they could fight the Persians straight on. So they they got found the most strategic place, smart to make a choke point to defend their homeland because, and then they also used the ships to cut them off by sea. So the Persians literally had nowhere else to go. The Persians only had one of two ways to go through. So Actually, they- Persian choke point is the name of this porn I've been watching lately. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> this this got, is why. Honestly, this is, does it have hot gates for a reason? <laughs> it's like episode four. <laughs> this is what I've been missing for two weeks. <laughs> I was going to say you were about sounds- to make some sense. I was gonna say that nonsense, folks. I was gonna say that sounds like the name of a good metal band. Yeah, Persian <laughs> Choke Point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> opening for Five Finger Death Punch. <laughs> Sponsored by Captain Crunch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> On the Warp Tour. Oh my goodness! Xerxes sent emissaries to Leonidas before the battle and offered to leave the Greeks alone if they gave up their recipe for pita bread and hummus. <laughs> okay, no. Well, that- I mean, that's fair. Fair <laughs> trade. Fair. No, they Actually, didn't. <laughs> this may be a hot take. Hummus overrated. Dude, then you haven't had the right hummus. Maybe not. But Man, I, I've, I've had been- some hummus that's like, it's almost better than ass. <laughs> yeah and i don't mean that's what we're comparing kind. it to oh ass. i rate everything against sex there's no other thing to rate well, anything in life by if it's not better than coming i'm not probably interested <laughs> i've never eaten a single thing in my life that is better than coming i don't know what you're eating or how bad your coming is but this is not track at all <laughs> I'm going to refrain from saying what I was going to say. Because <laughs> I don't want that sound bit. <laughs> but let, me ask, let me ask you this. So like hummus, that's the Greek dip, right? Yeah. So like uh, you have salsa, you have hummus, mm-hmm. you have what else? What else do you dip in? I'm just saying hummus is low on the list for me. For you. Okay, dippables. that's fine. Oh, okay. yeah. If you compare it to like every, everything else, yeah, it would probably be closer to the bottom. But yeah. I've had some really good and some really shitty hummus. Most chickpeas are not that good. The thing, okay, here's the thing: most hummus that you get in America is made. Oh, here we go. It's true. Little elitist over here. It's yeah. not oh, elitist. In the Middle East, I it's know funny, better. Just around the block, there's oh, a I guy that makes. <laughs> no, I, I had it's a guy in Israel teach hummus. me how to make it the oh, right here way. We go. <laughs> I knew that was where this right, was going. Right. While I was I in Israel it. last year, I. Yeah. It's true. With, I know, but I know it's true. It's just—it's like he's not even douchey, but he is. He's like, he doesn't even—he doesn't even mean it. It's just like I hope he had the worst diarrhea while I'm traveling through. No, I did it. Uh, I had a great time there. That's good. That's refreshing. What, what, all know. I gotta say is like, if there are okay, think about it. If all someone ever had was like 
terrible Mexican food in place like, say, Massachusetts or, Mex- or Michigan, Michigan that's, where there's bad Mexican food. And then they came true. here and you gave them real Mexican food and then they go back and they tell everybody else, I had real Mexican food. Most people would be like, oh, no, no, no. They would think of the greasy, terrible crap they have up there. I take it all back. That is very fair. I was in Ohio for a summer yeah. and I went to two different Mexican restaurants. It was straight garbage. Yeah. It was god. It was yep. unrecognizable. Yeah. Like, so I give you that. I'll take it back. We only have right. two decent Mexican restaurants, and they're in Mexican town. That's it. There's no anything in Michigan other than that, man. It's like you feel like you're eating fancy Taco Bell. They call it Detroity Mexican town. Yeah. It's basically Coney Katie, Island, but with Katie Asian town. The worst Mexican food I've ever had was in Michigan, and then also in Portland, Maine. Portland, Maine. There was oh, like I've been this- in Portland, Maine too. I love, love Portland. Portland. I love Portland. I love Maine. Way too many white do, people for me. They do. There's no <laughs> diversity there at all. And None. then the winter is terrible. The spring and summer are beautiful. Oh, I yeah. love Maine. But the food there is great, except for the Mexican food. The Mexican food there is worse than trash. I believe it. Because like I said, I went to Ohio and I was like disgusted yeah at how bad the the food was yeah. it's just white people that never have tried real mexican food they're just like oh we'll put beans with rice it's terrible Every, i mean with like, the exception of some beans and rice I, you think like how can you fuck this up exactly and like, they, in they the neighborhood yeah <laughs> but other yeah. than that yeah you're right any like commercial place oh yeah, yeah. man they're Bad. terrible you yeah. got to know that lady that has a little spot in a corner store yeah. It has like her stuff from home in like a fr- in a fridge yeah. or something. Other than that, yeah, it's bad. and the only people that go there are the other Mexicans yeah. that live in the area in that neighborhood. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That so being said, I'm a Tex-Mex guy, not a Mexican food guy. I there, I'm a Mexican. I grew up in California, so I'm a straight Mexican food guy. There is good Tex-Mex, but if you put gravy on an enchilada, you've destroyed Mexican food. Oh, uh, fuck. And uh, I don't even know what Tex-Mex is, but I'm ready to. It's gravy on the enchilada. It's like whitened Mexican food. There's some decent Tex-Mex. There's a Tex-Mex place by my house that is actually really good. We need to move on to the next subject. I'm about to have a fist fight right now. <laughs> Disagree. <laughs> At any point, putting gravy on anything is a good idea, right? <laughs> You're damn right it is. You're damn right it is. Uh, no. <laughs> no. Not on Mexican food. <laughs> Dude, I'd almost put gravy on about anything. Yeah. I'd put gravy I'd... on gravy. <laughs> White gravy on brown gravy. Yeah. You mix the gravies. That's what life's all about. <laughs> so, Xerxes offered King Lear. <laughs> Hard pivot. Hard pivot. Xerxes offered King Leonidas a truce. And said that the Greeks could keep their freedom. This is what happens when I make jokes about food. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> the Greeks could keep their freedom and be considered, quote, friends of the Persian people. He would let them resettle to better lands if they wished, as long as they handed over their weapons. Some of the Greeks wanted to accept this generous offer, but in response to the request to lay down their arms, Leonidas said, come and take them. Equivalent to nice. saying, eat dicks. Yeah, that's. A, have, a, did you have anything uh, later on about how, like, their ability to like be like short and sweet with all their messages? No, I didn't. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like known for having these badass phrases. Yeah, like they're like they're encouraged throughout their whole lives to be like, like just say get the most across with the least amount of words. Mm-hmm. So like the come and take it, fucking we'll fight in the shade, all that stuff. Yeah, badass phrases. And he, and Leonidas did say those things. Yeah. 
So that was one thing I was curious and I looked into, I was like, that is some serious man shit. When yeah. someone says, hand over your weapons, you're like, no, come and take them. Mm -hmm. Like that is, there's very, like the only other thing, the super manly thing I think I've ever heard of anybody doing was when Spartacus, right before Spartacus died, he was fighting all the Romans. They surrounded him and they were killing all the slaves. And Spartacus killed his own horse and said, either I die or I kill all the Romans. Nice. That's pretty baller. And he was like, I'm not even going to try and run. I was like, that is insane. I love it. That's some serious boldness and courage. I That's also really stupid. <laughs> uh, I get well, the boldness part. I, mean, I do. He, he was going like down either way. That. Yeah. Might as well go down as a badass. Yeah. Yeah, but you're still not. I get it, Juan. You, know you would fucking run, run <laughs> to the last minute. You're trying. Oh no, to no, save I wouldn't run skin. either. But it's not because of any really good reason. I he would just run because I'm too fat to run. I would realize <laughs> I'm gonna die. Damn it! Beat him all the same fucking God, I was, I was so I was about to go go in. <laughs> I'm so sorry. He beat rabbited me. He's Detroit through and through. He fucking beat rabbited his he ass. He did. <laughs> Didn't even mean to. <laughs> It's weird. The, the Persian emissaries went back to Xerxes <laughs> and he waited for four days to see if the Greeks would disperse. After no Greeks left, Xerxes ordered the attack. On the first day of the battle, Xerxes ordered 5,000 archers to attack, but this attack was ineffective because the archers were at least 100 yards away and the thick armor and shields protected the Greeks. Xerxes then sent 10,000 Medes and Scythians to which were conquered peoples. So they were like cannon fodder uh, for the Persian army. And so they were saying they were definitely in marching band in high school. Yeah. <laughs> I, I saw the look on Wad's face. Uh, so they well, were, I mean, I assume there's reasons for names that I was just reading because <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Maybe that's where the word sissies came from. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I would say so. Right. Yeah. So, they were the cannon fodder and they were ordered to attack first, but the Greek phalanx proved to work too well. The Greeks killed so many of the Medes and the Scythians that <laughs> Xerxes is said to have stood up three times from the seat from which he was watching the battle. According to the historian Cetesis, the first wave was cut to ribbons and only two or three Spartans kill were killed in return. It's pretty badass. Yeah. Xerxes then sent in the immortals later on in the same day. But after he saw the first attack, you know, fail, the immortals f failed yet again. A group of Spartans faked a retreat. And then while the others quickly turned and while, while they were faking the retreat, the other Spartans quickly turned on the immortals. And then they chased the ones that they believed were being treated. They basically like encircled the immortals and decimated them. Got him. Yeah. So, on the second day of the battle, Xerxes That is said, a pimp move, though. Oh, yeah. See, well, remember how I said, like, all they did was train. They were taught military tactics, how to be physically and mentally tough. So they were ready for this. So on the second day of the uh, attack, or the battle, Xerxes again sent his, in his infantry, believing that too many of the Greeks would now be wounded or dead, and he could easily take the pass. The Persians did no better on the second day. After this assault, Xerxes withdrew to his camp, totally perplexed. Later on the second day, a Greek man from Trachis named Ephit... Oh my goodness. Ephit... 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 
it starts with E, I can't pronounce it. I'm not even going to try. He came to Xerxes and told them that there was a small path that went around the backside of, to the backside of the Greek forces. This guy gave this information in exchange for a reward from Xerxes, and that night Xerxes sent what was left of the immortals and more men to the path to encircle the Greeks. Motherfucker. Yep. What a rat. Oh, yeah. Sold out to the man. Yep. Uh, yeah, and unlike in the movie, he wasn't a hunchback. He was just a regular guy. Did he survive this whole war? I believe so. Well, he fucking chose the right one. Mm. Debatable. <laughs> On the morning of the third day, the Phoenicians that guarded the path were awoken by the rustling of leaves and were shocked to see the Persian troops. Instead of attacking the Greeks, the Persians shot a volley of arrows at them and kept on the path towards the main Greek force. When Leonidas heard of this, he called on all of the Greeks and offered that anyone who wanted to leave could do so, but him and the Spartans would stay and fight. Around 2,000 of the Greeks chose to remain behind to fight with Leonidas to protect the retreat. 2,300. Yep. That's not great. No. Some of... Some historians and scholars think that Leonidas chose to stay and die because of the prophecy of the oracle, but it is more likely that he chose to stay because the Spartans were not known for retreating, and he also did it to protect the retreating Greeks so they could fight again another day, and also so that they could go warn the rest of Greece of the inevitable you know, incoming Persian, Persian invasion. Or he wanted to be remembered 2,500. Hundred years later, <laughs> yeah, he's like, ah, oh, this is gonna go down in history. Uh, actually, if they lost, he'd be he'd be lost to history. Actually, now that I think about it, yeah, I take it back. So late in the evening, late in the morning, Xerxes sent his main force to attack. He waited to allow time for the immortals to reach the other side of the Greek force. Ten thousand Persians charged the front of the Greek force. Instead of waiting for the Persians, this time Leonidas and the Spartans. And the other Greeks charged into a wider part of the pass to kill as many Persians as possible. Nice. They fought with spears until every spear had broken, and then they fought with their short swords. In this counterattack, Herodotus states that two of Xerxes' brothers died. Leonidas also died when he was shot by archers. The Greeks and the Persians fought over Leonidas' body. Four times the Greeks fought back the Persians to retrieve Leonidas' body. The Thebans that had remained behind surrendered to the Persians, but the rest of the Greeks kept on fighting. Some were even using their hands and teeth. Finally, the Greeks were surrounded by Xerxes, by, surrounded by Xerxes' forces, and Xerxes ordered them all to be killed by arrows. Xerxes had Leonidas' head cut off and put on a stake, and his body crucified as a warning to anyone else who would resist him. After defeating Leonidas at Thermopylae, the Persians did make it to Athens. But because of the protected retreat, the residents of Athens fled, leaving behind only the most stubborn of people. The Persians arrived and destroyed the buildings of Athens, but the people and the spirit of Athens survived. Themistocles and the Greek navy met the Persians and fought, but before they met, a storm destroyed much of the Persian fleet. The first day, the Greek fleet destroyed much of the rest of the ships, and on the second day, the Greek fleet nearly wiped out the remaining Persian ships. But on the third day, the remaining Persian ships from the surrounding area regrouped with what was left of the fighting force and beat back the Greek navy. 
but this battle effectively ended the Persian naval threat to the region. Xerxes had built bridges to invade Greece. So yeah, between Asia and Europe, there's a small strait in, in modern-day Turkey near Istanbul. Mm-hmm. And he built some bridges so the army could cross over into the European mainland. What he had... So now, Xerxes was afraid that if the Greeks got to the bridges first, they would destroy the bridges, and then he would be unable to return home. So Xerxes took his army and went back across the bridges and headed back to Asia and to, you know, the capital with most of his forces. Capital was Katy Asian town. Yes, exactly. (laughs) And he he left behind an exhibition force to conquer the rest of Greece. But the journey back to Asia was very costly to Xerxes and his army, and mostly all of the Persians died of starvation and disease on the return trip. After the Persian withdrawal, the remaining Greeks fought the remaining Persians at the Battle of Plataea, where the Greeks won a decisive victory, ending the Persian invasion of Greece. They also destroyed most of the rest of the Persian navy, reducing the chances of another invasion. So the Battle of Thermopylae was obviously a defeat for the Greeks, but in the long run, it brought, brought Athens, bought Athens time and allowed 5,000 Greek soldiers to escape and to fight another day and then, you know, later on to defeat the Persians. It also could have possibly saved democracy as we know it. If Athens had been destroyed with its people in the city, who knows what have ha- would have happened to the idea of democracy. Right. So that is the Battle of Thermopylae and the real story of Leonidas, not the fictionalized movie version. Doesn't sound too far off. I mean, there's there's they they had some creative liberties with the movie. They they certain things they kept accurate, and then certain things they kind of just went and did their own stuff with. At what point did the guy? Well, now from, I'm going to be like, well, that wire. wasn't right. Basically, Can I see it. <laughs> <laughs> That's some bullshit. You guys don't know the story. There was no slow motion in real life. <laughs> yeah. They didn't have titties like that back then. <laughs> it's a goddamn that, shame. That's a probably works of art in there, I'm assuming. <laughs> so this was all how Herodotus, mm-hmm. he wasn't around back then, was he? No. He wrote about it after. So you take all of this with a big old grain See, of salt. He's got a cool Did name. Did this Herodotus. even happen? It is a badass name. Yeah. Sounds like it's erotic, right? The other guy's got a name. It sounds like he's got a disease. <laughs> Wasn't also that same strait where um, where Turkey meets uh, Greece? Yeah. Isn't that where, um, what's the name of that? Tro- uh, what's the Trojan horse? That's, the yeah, that's, that's the area where, where the city, be, right? yeah, that's where that was, yeah. Why am I, can't, I'm blanking on the name. Troy. Yeah, Troy. Yeah. That's where the area of where Troy was. It was across they the Aegean Sea. They say it's like a le- legit thing. Like, yeah. The Trojan War was like a real thing. Yeah. Despite what well, that is, guy was also Greek, right? Yeah. But it uh, play, so it was Homer, Homer. Homer wrote the Iliad, and yeah. that was the story of, you know, Achilles <laughs> and, you know, that's a great movie, by the way. Troy, That I love that movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. It's also a, de- a decent, it's kind of like, you know, B-movie-ish on netflix that's about it it's got like all because it had like, brings in all the gods and mm-hmm. and the major players and i've seen part of that i haven't finished yeah, it's it it's decent i don't know what that genre is called but i kind of like it there's like i don't know late 70s something about age. like topless guys and uh no it was just like, it looked like it was done like in clay or something it was really weird and they always had cool monsters and shit it's called persian choke point Ron. yeah exactly great 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 flick sounds like uh you guys have been busy 
<laughs> well, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, you, you look yeah, like you're locked you could, out looking up crazy porn. Like if you were to tell me you were Persian, I wouldn't argue with you. No, <laughs> nobody ever knows what I am. Yeah, nobody even has a guess usually. So kind of works out for me, <laughs> especially now. Yeah, man. Except if I go to prison, that's my biggest fear. <laughs> nobody wants you in prison. Nobody's gonna want me. No, literally except, nobody except in prison there, wants it's gonna you. Be like. Oh. <laughs> In a bad way, even yeah. more worse than now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I hope that all the listeners out there enjoyed this. I legit had uh, some people sending messages saying, when's the next episode? We're missing it. So that was actually And really that was good just his mom. <laughs> My mom's dead, dude. God damn it. <laughs> As soon as I said that, I was like, wait a second. She was talking to my dad. It was all fucked up. It was so horrible. Hell, they went to the Oracle. No, it's not, that's, but I've been watching all this Japanese horror, man. It's like, I, that's what I've been doing with my time. It's kind of embarrassing, but I really love it. Japanese horror? And like, Japanese television, yeah. Why? What Japanese television? Because it's like just most so, extreme elimination challenge? I uh, know. It's <laughs> no, like. They do really. I love Japanese horror, and I love their like supernatural TV shows and stuff they have over there. And they like have stuff where they find shit on the internet that got like deleted, and they do investigations and stuff. It's awesome. Yeah. So, but it's really dark. And uh, but that's what I do with my time. I sit in this creepy dark barn and watch really dark, scary shit. And uh, I really creepy dark barn. Yeah, sounds like the title of like a like a, a black metal <laughs> album. It's creepy dark barn. I don't mind a little black metal. That's cool. <laughs> really? It's very uh, progressive of you. Yeah. I figure you hate everything that's black. Anyway. Not at all, not at all. Are you, have you seen me? <laughs> I'm like so confusing to people. Like they don't nobody gets it. So how long after this did um Alexander the Great pop off pop off? Um Alexander the Great, it was 150, 200, it was, it was, it was, it was, yeah, it was, it in the, it was definitely in the BCs. It was, yeah, it was, it was, and it was that, because, like, man, I don't know exactly. his name. Um, how did we go, my question from this whole thing, honestly, <laughs> how did we go from where men were like trained from like boyhood to be soldiers and be hard to the pathetic pussy generation of men I see now? How in the fuck did this happen? The French. <laughs> <laughs> in a horde like right. i can yell at people and words. they cry man full-grown men crying because they're getting yelled at by a stranger what in the hell it's and actually i do have an answer for that at least in my opinion i think uh hard times make tough people and easy times make weak people if you've if you've coasted through life and you've had everything given to you or things have been easy for you, it does not make you mentally tough. It does not prepare you, prepare you for the hard things in life. But yeah, if I you go through uh, adversity, if you go through trials, if you go through hard stuff, if you suffer losses, it toughens you up. Oh, there's some definite truth to that. Yeah, because like losing my dad was pretty hard for me. Yeah, but I've been I've seen so much death in my life that it it's just like you get to that point to where it's not that you're cold. It's just that. That is now you realize right. that is you, just part of life. And yeah. like you move on and you, you learn to grieve like more efficiently. Maybe I don't know. Uh, it's you understand the reality of, you know, death and 
you're no longer naive. To, okay, like before my mom died, I had this naive idea that, oh, that something like that's not going to happen to me until my parents get really old or my grandparents get really old. And so if you haven't been through a really bad experience, you don't think it can happen to you until it does. And then you either face facts and become a better person or you let it turn you into an asshole. That's really you really have two choices. You can make it, let it make you better or let it make you a bitter person. Well, and that's the same thing too. Like I know people that have grown up in abject poverty, Yeah, you know, by our standards, American standards. I mean, I know guys that lived in the same neighborhood, right? Yeah. And half of the guys I knew ended up in prison or dead. And the other half, you know, they came from much stricter homes, mm-hmm. you know, where they weren't allowed to run the streets and stuff. And they got educations. One's a doctor, one's a lawyer. Like, mm-hmm. so, it just depends on like how you deal with the struggles. I think in life that make yeah. you a harder person or a smarter person, or maybe more efficient. Yeah. But like you said, some things in life will just take you out. Yeah. And you just got to man up and move on. You know, like it, it's, and it's not like it's, I don't say it like, Oh, it's easy. And people should just, you know, like deal with it. It's that that's, that's not like a blanket thing. Like stuff is hard and everybody goes through different challenges. I'm not saying that, you know, I know that everybody goes through different challenges, different types of trials, different types of abuse. Everybody has to choose how to deal with that and how to face that. But some people do have easier lives than other people. Like Spartans versus Helots. Yeah, exactly. Like I said, those guys are going to be straight hard. Right. Because they have to be ready at any minute to get jumped. Yeah. Like, what the hell? So, like, the more adversity or the more tough stuff you go through in life, it, you have the opportunity for it to make you a tougher, better individual. Like, or he's just turning you into a salty dick. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really, yeah, it really is kind of, it, well, yeah. And it's almost like, I don't know how you choose. I mean, maybe it's, is it more genetics? Like how you just I, handle I think it's it? more genetics. I think, I think it is too. I think genetics can play a factor into it, but factor. I do not underestimate the power of choice. Because I know I thought pe- you were saying the power of prayer. I was like, oh, no, here choice. We go. Like people do have a you have a choice to let something basically you have a choice to let a negative experience either control you or you can like learn to grow from it. Now it's not easy. I've been through enough hard stuff in my life and I've had to face facts many, many times and go, there's been plenty of times where I did not want to do the healthy thing and grow as an individual. But mm-hmm. I inevitably, like, sometimes it took me time. Sometimes it took me a long time. But I eventually did get to the point where I'm like, okay, I don't want this to ruin my life. I want to become a better person. And I'm going to choose to face this really hard thing and deal with it and do whatever I have to do, go to therapy or whatever and face it. Kill and, some helots. No big deal. Yeah, yeah. That's you know what's weird that happened to me this week? What? My seven-year-old, right? He's seven. I can't reason with him on everything. Yeah. Time so to fucking still, send him to the fucking camps. He's still, he still gets fight. No, he still gets spanked, dude. I don't. I want. I'm a spanker. You got a problem with it? Come on over, and bend over. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I'll smack the I shit agree, out of you. Agree. But anyways, listen. So I like. But he's seven, right? And I yeah. said, "Looks, man. If I could reason with you about this shit, I would. Right. And when you when you're able to, we can't. But until then, it's ass whooping. Yeah. So he did something that he knew, and that's the only. Whatever it was, I can't remember, but it, that was the only punishment for that one. Right. And he came and walked in, and he came and walked in, and he's like, Dad, he told me what he did. And I said, you know what that means, right? He's like, yeah. And he just walks over, bends over, <laughs> stands there. I smack him one. Take your licks. And he goes, yeah. He goes, you see that, Dad? And I was like, what? He's like, I didn't even cry. And I was like, 
why would you say that? Because I don't, I don't say to my kids like it's not like it's bad to cry, right? And I go, well, well then why didn't you, why didn't you want to cry when I hit, when I spanked you? He's like, because I didn't want you to know you got to me. That's a baller. Like, that's a baller. He's just like <laughs> he goes, a seven year old to say. Well, he goes, I knew what I did, and I knew the punishment. I made my choice, so. He's he's. So I was like, he's got you wrapped around around his finger. So then you know what I said to him? I said, "Well, I guess we don't got to do spankings." So wise, he's like, no, he's just like he's mind fucked you. He did, and I was like, well, I guess. So right then I decided I, I was thinking reason with you. So I'm like, you're not getting spanked anymore. Yeah, he was, was, but I was so like, I was so like proud of him because like that's you know. I was like, where are these kids? I got my seven year olds got more balls than after twenty five year olds running around right now. Like what how, the heck? How old were you the last time you got spanked? Uh, like uh, a week ago. <laughs> <laughs> My mom can't spank me anymore, but I said some shit she didn't like, and she can still smack me <laughs> right in the fucking face. I think, like legit. <laughs> you know what I like, said to her as the blood was trickling it, down. I think it was probably like, probably like thirteen. I think I was thirteen or fourteen, and I, I'm not, I'm, I, I was a complete and total like. Dick. Oh, every time, I deserved every it. time I got spanked, yeah. I deserved it. I'll fully like, admit. I know, yeah, I I'm not anti spanking because my parents, like, thank, thankfully, I was raised by parents that just didn't like beat us. Like, I beating your kids is wrong. Different. My parents only. It's used fun it. though. I'm just no. saying, like, <laughs> beyond no. spanking, when you really get into like an ass woman again, like when you <laughs> when you get into a real actually, groove, when they get <laughs> like an arc when they fly ass. after you kick them, pretty sweet. Because then the rest, I'm like, oh shit, dad needs it this time. The thoughts that's and what opinions I do, in my of Juan head, do not reflect no, the thoughts and opinions all, yeah. of Adam and Mark. No, that Juan was just what goes on, on in my head. <laughs> in actual life, I puss out and I just like hit him once and then I cry, but I try not to hide. I try to hide it. <laughs> you try not to hide it. <laughs> this hurts you more than it hurts him. <laughs> I, I do say you, that. So my parents learned, at least like I know, yeah, they learned that like I was such a, like I got more fucked up. With the like, oh, I'm disappointed. Yeah. Than any spanking. Like, so whenever they figured that out, then they could pull that move and it would fuck oh, me up. Oh, you had good parents. That's no, awesome. But, yeah, they figured it out. I was like, then they uh, never had to spank me again. They're that like, that didn't work on me. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> if my parents looked at me like, like shit. If right, you're disappointed. Exactly. My mom and dad were like, you know, we're really disappointed in you. I'm like, yeah, me too. I, I that remember, shit fucked I, me up. I remember one time my mom, I'm not saying this to like mock my parents or anything. But I just re- I remember one time when I was like 15 or 16, my mom said, I'm disappointed in you. And I literally shrugged my shoulders and went, meh. Ah. <laughs> I think my mom said that to me once and I was like, that's your fault. You failed, not me. <laughs> now God. I look back and I'm like, what did I put my mom through? <laughs> I was oh, dude, kid. I was a horrible teen. I was horrible. <laughs> I mean, you just came in on me. I was bad. Dude. <laughs> if I, if I, that's the reason my mom was strict on me. Uh, I love you, mom. You saved my life. If I had actually had freedom of choice. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The shit I had to do to have any fun was just horrible. Yeah. But I still did. But I mean, if I had like, if I had had one of those more liberal parents that was just like, yeah, go ahead, go outside. I would have been like. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been like, can you please send me to public school, please? <laughs> so you went to private school? All the way through, except for like one year. God, what are the odds? You went to private school. We were both homeschooled. Yeah. No public school in the house. I went, to, I went fourth grade to public school, and the kids were literally... I was in fourth grade. My sister and I were the exact size of the second graders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a rough year. I was they, like, what are they feeding these kids up here? 
Well, the hell. To be fair, you're still the size of the second graders. <laughs> yeah, but there were some pretty happy second graders. <laughs> they always get really happy when they get like just taller than me. I think the first time I did this podcast, I made the observation that Juan looks like Vern Schroeder, <laughs> like an adult, like a normal size Vern Schroeder. It's like. Like just a little bit bigger where it's not totally weird. We see completely normal size. But you know what's weird is like I know I'm right at that. Listen, this is the real truth. I am at that borderline of short at mm-hmm. five two. Where you're like, five I'm, two? I am two inches shorter than uh, who's a comedian? Kevin Hart. Every Kevin comedian. Hart. <laughs> well, no, I mean I'm even two inches shorter than Kevin Hart. Yeah. Right. I'm right at that line where if you're much shorter. Then you get considered a small person. Like yeah. somehow I just like you're three inches off okay. the norms. Juan, still, you're you're proving my point that you're North Korean. Uh, yeah, yeah. Malnutrition took you down. Yeah, you're proving and I was my malnourished point. as a child. Right. Yeah. It's like like North Koreans are like six inches shorter than South Koreans on average, or, or something absurd. Yeah. Just because of malnutrition. Are you yeah. yeah. It's real. Wow. That's it. Yeah. By the way, that's one- where the eye twitch came from. That's what QAnon told me anyway. Oh, so shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Did he though? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm sorry. That's so a bit. That's yeah. by the way, I that wanna, shit's too funny. I want to give a shout out to our listener, Tony. Uh, he's <laughs> in the army and he said he's going to deploy to Korea. So good luck whenever you go there, dude. South I know or North? Uh, South Korea. All right. So hey, they do wear those uh, uniforms there, right? What uniform? The girls, the uh, schoolgirl uniform. <laughs> Jesus, that we see so familiarly on Pornhub. Oh, come on, don't hide it. Everyone's seen it. Oh my goodness. I'm just saying, look, man, make that a reality. All right, for all of us. <laughs> South Korea dominating this coronavirus, right? Yeah, They're the good. one country doing it right. Dude, they they do, by the, they looked so badass, didn't they? By the way, if you if you're interested in watching a foreign film, watch, which I'm not, watch Train to Busan. In, on Netflix, it's a Korean zombie movie. It's actually or a pretty Siberian good. Siberian film, also classic. It's pretty good. I was actually kind of... I, I like it. it. It's a little over the top in some of the drama, but it was actually pretty entertaining, and it was interesting to you know just see some of the cultural differences. Great point. Yeah. In a zombie movie, that's yeah. really... It was just... That's it, informative. It was, yeah. It was and I got some Korean? good laughs out of it, too. South Korean film? Yeah, South Korean film. Pretty sure. Were no- they the ones that did this? Uh, the movie that won Best Picture, or was that that South Korea? Yeah, right? it was South Korea. Yeah, was it good? Did you see it? I, I did not I see that see one. It. No, I don't even know the name of it. Neither do I. <laughs> I would have if I had seen it. It'll come. No, to I'm like the old man in the group, dude. I don't hear shit. Like you guys hear shit way before I do. Oh, that's because if it weren't for jazz, I wouldn't even know what year it was. <laughs> jazz. I was going to say that's because you know we pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> I try not to watch the news. Uh, well, especially now. Oh my goodness! It's just it's like it's just it's like a replay of a replay of a replay yeah. of a replay. It's just so the it's same thing, unfortunately. Very very true. So yeah. Uh, also, a shout out to listener John. He's a respiratory therapist in New York, taking care of coronavirus patients. Thanks. Wow, for- on the front lines for real. Yep. Yeah. That's God one, bless you, brother. That is one solid dude right there. Yeah, well, when it comes to like the balls thing, okay, go do that. Throw a mask on. Hey, you want to get? You want to talk balls? QAnon is telling us the <laughs> truth 
every damn day on the front lines. Oh. Forget about this respiratory therapist bullshit. Speak some truth. Yeah, speak, this guy speak action life. to power, whatever the fuck the phrase is. <laughs> Next thing, Adam. Uh, next thing, Adam's gonna be texting me. Wait, texting me. Wake up, sheeple. Oh yeah, I like that. <laughs> Just for fun. It's it's say it wild, feels bro. good. It bab, feels bab, good. Bab. To be, it feels good to be ignorant. It's like it's like a good feeling, uh, dude. You, you know what? I'm not gonna lie. I've I have envied some people that I know or have met in life who were so simple minded and I'm not literally dumb. Yeah, like but they're happy. Yeah, <laughs> like, they're always the happiest. I'm and like, they're dang, so why do confident. I got to have a good critical thinking? They're so Fuck confident that. in their I'm going to be like her. That's how you know somebody's wrong when they're like blindly confident that they're right. You're like, okay. That is true. It's someone who is open to go. You know what? I might be wrong about that. That's the sign of an intelligent person because right. you know that you don't know it all. Yes. And that you can be wrong. That's what was it Socrates said that made him the smartest man in Athens? I think that was. Yeah, that, he, they said he said I know nothing. Yeah, he's got balls. He'd be, a good, he'd be a good podcast. What? The mouse what? is yeah, back. Man, he just. What we about got another listener? Here's the thing, man. I don't want to kill him. What are we talking about? What the fuck did I miss? <laughs> that mouse just ran back. He oh. like came back and like look at me like, "Hey, you still there, ass? Oh yeah, come here." It's like, are you waiting for something? Yeah, actually, we have what? a podcast with him coming up next. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> he's actually, right before he's that, actually was, hysterical. Actually, right before the podcast, I was watching uh, Don't Poke the Bear. It's on uh, Amazon Prime. Oh, what's that about? Dan Cummins. Oh, oh know, don't I, wake. Oh. Or, yeah, don't, don't, wait, sorry, don't wake the bear. Said, yeah. yeah, I said it right. Dude, he's, that yeah, is yeah, such a good comedy special. I love He's him. so I, I haven't gotten through the whole done. thing yet, but I'm oh, like, damn, God. man, this guy is just on point, man. Yeah, Dude, his last podcast had me crying. I was laughing yeah. so hard. Oh yeah, and I thought that the episode was gonna suck. <laughs> Jasmine, my wife looks at me and goes, "Oh my God, there's another one of you." Because <laughs> he's like, he, you talk just like that. I'm like, I love this guy. <laughs> yeah, he's so shitty. I love it. Like, <laughs> you're welcome because I yeah. do that shit. Yeah. He's he's my favorite comic for a reason. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely top ten for me, and I've liked him. He's since so identifiable, right? You just feel like you're on his team, yeah. right? Like you Oh yeah, yeah, he's such a good connection with uh, the own. crowd and stuff. Yeah, yeah, he knows how to because well, what he says is simple and it makes sense, and it's something that pretty much everybody can identify with. And it's you know like the whole like walking down the street and someone doesn't yeah. get out of your way, and you're like. You're welcome saying that. And you guys like, what I really mean is fuck you. <laughs> but you did the right way. Yeah. So it's, yeah, but I mean, oh. and that's the thing is like, I was wondering now, I was like, man, with uh, Houston basically shut down and you've got all these comics, man, that are used to being up like on stage five nights a week, man, they must be chomping at the bit, bro. Oh yeah. yeah. So people get ready. Cause once this uh, breaks <laughs> loose, you need to get out there and witness this. Cause they're going to be on on point oh, that, they're gonna, gonna be, be every show every open mic it's gonna be packed i'm so jelly <laughs> hopefully it'll end soon yeah i think uh either way i mean you just make like when life throws shit at you you just deal with it you know oh yeah definitely it's no point in bitching i know to me it's kind of a vacation sort of it it kind of is the thing is is like if you learn to adjust to it in a positive way you're going to be fine. Like the first 
five or six days was kind of weird. I was like, what do I do with all this time? And what? And then I'm finally, you know what? I can just do something positive. And well, it seems we were talking about Adam behind his back. What? Uh, yeah. No, not not directly. But <laughs> I was just thinking, like, man, what is it like for all you comics who've been out? Like, like used to being out there five nights a week, you know, doing open mics and stuff. And then like all of a sudden, there's nothing. Like, it's been are you guys awful. just chewing at your bit? Like, for do you sure. feel like you're like gonna lose it? Like, what do you think, guys? Uh, there's definitely like we've got, and it's funny like you mentioned because like we even had like we have these text threads that keep us going, and we've actually started doing some like uh, workshops that have been really helpful to keep us writing. Mm-hmm. But it's so crazy how quickly we started getting lazy. Like everyone was like not motivated to write anything, but everyone's like, "How long do you think till you get your sea legs back under you?" I think it's going to take me like a legit like I'm going to suck for at least two weeks before I get like, like just used to it again. But See, I, as a I fan, it. I was expecting it to be like you would be just so amped to just be on stage <laughs> that you'd probably just be great. I mean, that's what I, I hope was looking so. at. It. I hope that's, so. That was my thought. I was like, dude, I want to be there the first night the club's open. So I was encouraging everybody in Houston to get to the clubs the first night because, man, these guys are going to be ready to go. <laughs> oh, yeah. for sure. And like every, it, it, certain comics, are, you can see them just, they're cracking and losing it. <laughs> yeah. Like they're putting out this online content that's just like, just, craziness yeah. <laughs> but hey god bless them like it, that's what we should be, be doing something. is doing something creative online whether it's a, a live stream or or putting together some kind of videos yeah podcast so, yeah podcast film, exactly. whatever snuff what? films yes <laughs> um gotta make that pay for somehow <laughs> persian choke point exactly it's great great title works for anything that's um, the name of this episode Yes, Persian yeah. choke point. <laughs> it makes sense. It really does sound like a bad name, though. It really does. It really does. does. But uh, ticket yet? No. <laughs> Please, anyone, uh, whenever this shit finally ends, whether it's a month or two months, six months, go out and see some live comedy. Yeah, God's sakes. I, if I find out the date, I'll probably plan to like come over. <laughs> Dude, come on yeah. down, man. Just because yeah. uh, I'm gonna need that. I'm gonna need. Plus, I'm tired of freezing my balls off. <laughs> I, I can't believe the vast difference in temperature. Oh yeah, it's, it's like, like 50 it? degrees different. It's 80 or 90 degrees out right now. Yeah, sure. it was the high today was like 90. I think. Whew. It was nice out whenever. That I was the high. Yeah. Right now it's actually a, a nice 70, which is That's literally the perfect temperature. To a nice balmy 37. <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> and I'm sitting here in a t-shirt. Oh my goodness! How do you do it? Because I'm fat. <laughs> See, here's the thing. If I ever moved to Houston, I probably wouldn't be fat very long. <laughs> He'd sweat it all because, out. Oh, my God. It would be just like gravy. It would just come off. It just... Yeah, but think about all the tech specs you'd be eating. And I keep, probably would it on. Yeah. I, dude, I'd probably, you're right. Dude, I'd just show them where all the good barbecue joints are. Oh, barbecue also phenomenal here. Oh, yeah, I'd be wrecked. Yeah, you got to come. We'll go uh, to no, the I would just comedy. have to be very poor if I live there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't. I'm good at that, though. I could do that. We'll just take you on a tour of barbecue here. It is good. There's shit. my next uh, date idea. A tour of barbecue. Speaking of dating. Yeah. Believe it or not, dating is going very well right now. Woohoo! For real. Yeah. This, this fucking uh, quarantine is the best thing that's ever happened in my dating game. Oh, I bet. Yeah. They're at home at the computer. Can't get away. Yeah, can't leave. Well, yeah. I don't want to use the phrase "they can't get away," <laughs> but I get the sentiment. Yeah, did I think out loud? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> 
At least I wasn't looking through the window this time. <laughs> so Juan, what are you doing to keep yourself sane? To be honest, uh, a lot of deep cleaning. <laughs> I until uh, I saw now that I saw that mouse man for real, it's it's gonna get scary out here. But I mean, uh, like a lot of the shit that I just never do because I never have time. Yeah. Like I said, like I gutted my fridge the other day, took it apart piece by piece, cleaned it. I'll probably go through the freezer. I mean, I know it sounds lame, but what do you get? Like you just run out of shit. Yeah. Like, and I can only, you know, tolerate my kids for eight, maybe nine minutes a day. So I got to fill it with something. I thought you were going to say hours. He says minutes. <laughs> eight or and, nine uh, minutes. Father? Jazz and I, we try and hide in the barn. Like, literally. <laughs> hide it in the barn. It's actually the name of their fucking favorite sex game. That's <laughs> what all the cameras are for. <laughs> But anyways, yeah, so like we like we try to get out here around like midnight and hopefully everyone's like down, man, because you know, got no time to, you know. You know, how many, you know how many mice have watched you fuck? <laughs> it's like it's tons. I hope there's only three and they're all blind. They, if they weren't, they probably are now. That's why I didn't you know that was possible, That's Steve. why he came I, out. He thought he was going to get a show. He had his popcorn ready and everything. <laughs> That's so fucked up because the popcorn poppers right behind me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't, I, I, I'm actually looking forward to like if it would if it was warm like it is there. Yeah, dude, I would have redid the whole barn by now. Yeah, I would have moved my stage to the other side. I would do the pool table over here and then my casino shit. I would do that all over here. Oh man, I'd be done. It'd be so cool. But no, it's freezing. Yeah, just wait till you know August when it warms up. <laughs> we, we seriously get like in a year like of nice 70 degree Fuck nice that. sunny days yeah five six days a year like that yeah. Damn. rest of it yesterday snowing like a bitch oh it's been phenomenal around here lately which is such a kick in the nuts because you can't you go out almost do worse though, right yeah at least i gotta look outside and go well at least it's shitty out there <laughs> you guys are like oh it's sunny it's booty short season yeah what the hell like i oh, i'd be upset yeah Adam and I are even wearing booty shorts. <laughs> These are normal shorts. These are not Lululemon shorts. He's like, don't be bringing me into your yeah, Lululemon. Exactly. <laughs> you and your designer shorts. I got these at Academy, okay? <laughs> I got these in cargo shorts for cargo shorts. This is exactly Nobody what got I, laid. This is exactly what I needed. <laughs> So what's the next topic? The next topic is going to be the five worst periods to be alive in human history. I thought you were going to say the five worst conversations. Like, here's number one. (laughs) (laughs) What's number two? Any conversation with Adam where he brings up QAnon. (laughs) I'm like, five worst periods. Well, they're all with women. I get that. So That's what I was thinking. I was thinking day two. Day two is usually the worst. The views and opinions of Adam do not reflect (laughs) the views and opinions of Mark or Juan. Well, those ones mirror mine for sure. I think day two, she's a demon. Elizabeth Bathory is probably on that list. (laughs) The the lady who bathed in blood. Uh, Let's see here. I'm sorry. I'm just going off some (laughs) weird tangent. Yeah, totally. Who are the craziest women in history? I don't know. Elizabeth, Elizabeth Bathory's top five. I don't know. Now now you got me thinking that might be a podcast episode. Yeah, that'd be a good one. Ooh, Elizabeth dude, got- I've dated a couple for sure. <laughs> no, come on. <laughs> You're I mean, still alive. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's exactly my thought. Like, woo, dodge that one. <laughs> I thought this one girl was like 
a vampire or something and was going to like eat me. There are like, so I've seen these like the videos, like top she five was, like, for real. evil couples. Mm-hmm. And there are some evil women out there, but there are so many more evil men yeah. that we know about. That we know about. Mm-hmm. Well, I might be able to bring something to the table on this. I don't know. I've only known mostly evil women. Um, I but most men are too. I guess it's kind of like people. I don't think it's really. I don't think there's a, a heavier side to that at all. Really, I think some just different people, types. Some maybe. people are just not great. I feel like there's way more evil men. Like I, maybe like they're I, just I more visible to one. Well, the things that we judge as evil to a lot of times are predatory. So I think a lot of times that's just going to generally be men because we're just genetically. I mean, can you name even five evil women in history? Like truly evil, like okay, but, Stalin okay, but level the, evil. Okay, but yeah, then again, you have to define that the is parameters. a valid point. You have to define the parameters of that. But they weren't allowed to be rulers and kill millions of people. They True. were, you know, so they were forced to be wives at twelve or fifteen or whatever. I mean, think about like Agrippina. Yeah. So not a lot of that. oh she's number she's top five for yeah, sure for sure and lorena for bobbitt again another sure. peanut and she did that shit yeah she killed all those motherfuckers yeah so you know it like i said it just de- depends on your parameters if you're thinking of dictator of a large you know governing that's a good body. one that's really good so one. what about holds worse grudges there i feel like might be a landslide the other way i know i, I can understand your point i know some guys who hold grudges too I understand what you're saying, though. The, the thing, the problem is, is it's making blanket statements that like all men are like blank, all women are like blank, just really is not accurate. A lot of the times we feel that way because we've experienced that probably. Oh, thank m- God they're not. Multiple, multiple times. But I mean, case in point, you're married to like one, the perfect person for you. That's so weird. <laughs> it is, man. Dude, I, we talk about it all the time. You have no idea. We I, are the weirdest couple. You, you know have, what else they no, talk about all the time? What? QAnon. Shut Because he knows what he's fucking talking about. <laughs> Dude, I'm starting to listen. Bye-bye, <laughs> <laughs> black sheep. Dude, we are on to something here. Why is the sheep black, man? See? Right exactly, there. Exactly, right? And that's how shit starts. It's all fucking subtext. Okay. Here's here's the challenge. Mark and Juan. Or Mark and Juan. Oh, no. Mark Dang and Juan. it. Adam You're and Juan. You're talking about yourself in a third person now? <laughs> yes. You fucking prick. <laughs> a little egotistical, don't you yeah. think? Adam and, Mark and Adam and Juan. Here's the challenge for the week. We have a week to come up with our own conspiracy theory, and then we'll try and push it on the next episode. Oh, I love this. <laughs> I am wait, on wait, can board. The, can the conspiracy theory be on? Are we going to pick a topic or anything? Anything. Are we going to try to make it like it's real? Or are we just going as ludicrous as we can? Whatever you think. If you want to make see, it We seem- all know that we're making it up now, though, so that kind of takes the... But, but that, the point is, we can come with this idea. How about we research conspiracies and the one that we think is the most real... We can like we can pitch it. Okay, we could do that. The one like, that we uh, think is the most possible. Reptilian. Dude, I'm all excited. I feel like a kid in fifth grade. I'm like, do I get gator people? <laughs> yeah. Like, wait a second. Did I just get a fucking? Put your hand down, Juan. We, everyone's doing their own thing. <laughs> this is a book report. I gotta no. fucking put together. <laughs> dude, how? Dude, go on the internet for five minutes. You'll find something. <laughs> or I could just do it right now. <laughs> Two words, David Ike. I mean, there you go. <laughs> There's all, all plethora I'm saying, of information. All How come I'm they saying. always have weird names like that? No one ever has a name like, you know, 
Alex so- Jones. Oh, Alex Jones. The most boring name Mark ever. Mark Sargent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Mark Sargent. That's not very common, though. No. I guess you're right. Alex Jones. Alex Jones see, has been right about Alex some stuff. Jones. Yeah. But with a name like that, you already sound like a crazy because you sound like John Jones or like Jim any Jones. other like black Indiana Jim Jones. Jones. <laughs> exactly. Crystal Skull. Horrible. I agree. Yes. Uh, terrible piece of shit movie. Just what the fuck? Yeah. And what was the, what was the second worst Indiana Jones movie? Oh, Temple of Doom. You're damn yeah, right. Temple of Doom. You're damn right. Piss me off. So like Raiders Ra- and Last Crusade both. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yes. Other two. Which garbage. one's better? Oh. In my Last Crusade. Last for me. Crusade for me too. I uh, uh, I go Last Crusade by a by a hair though. Hair. Right. It's not by much. Yes. By a hair. It's only because I like that kind of like history, like mixed up with like that had a little edge on me where the original movie is just like a made up thing. I like stuff that's kind of tied into reality because that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. So. Just because of that, he maybe, loves but. Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> They're in both, but still. I like. See, this is why Adam would be great at making up a conspiracy because he makes these giant leaps. <laughs> Therefore, he loves Nazis. <laughs> I'm reading between the lines, people. Juan was at Jet's Pizza yesterday. There were kids in the basement. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> a pizza gate. <laughs> Dude, that was what took Alex Jones down. Was Pizza? Yeah, gate. it was. He would not shut up about Pizzagate. That's and he got sued and he lost big time. Big time. Who called him out? The pizza monster? <laughs> it was actually it was actually Little Caesar. Go <laughs> that fucking pizza! Little Caesar He's himself came out. By the way, Little Caesar, which Caesar is that supposed to be based on? <laughs> that's kind of messed up. Little Caesar, it's like I looked into it. It's like that's what he called, um, like one of the two owners called yeah. his brother Little Caesar because he's probably because he was a fucking dick. <laughs> but they don't spe- specify. Who? But it's a, it's general generally accepted that it's Julius Caesar. Yeah, he was a, the first dictator. Yeah, not Augustus Caesar, who is my favorite historical figure. I of feel all time. like the nose on him is a little racist. <laughs> I would agree. I mean, it's it's yeah. the Roman nose. It's a Roman nose. This whole face, man. <laughs> well, I mean, where in the hell are we? We were really we bored for a couple weeks. It's been two weeks. We like, went into like the bonus footage level. Yeah. Like, so this hopefully is we have a, hopefully out. we have a point earlier in the episode <laughs> where you can go back and edit in an ending. Yeah, just like, in. like, yeah, this was the actual end. And then we started you know, rambling. <laughs> hey, you know, Mark said good. several things that I was like, wow, if you sound bit that shit. And then you got me. And I was like, <laughs> yep. Hey, you know what? It's- Best takeout pizza. What are you going with? Best takeout pizza? Yeah. Ooh, takeout jet. Okay, does it have to be sure. a chain? Or- it has to be a major chain so ah! people know what it is. I'm going Papa John's personally. Uh, yeah, we have Papa John's here too, but we have the races. Okay, does it have to be a national we chain or too. just a local chain, like a uh, state chain? How big are you going to find uh, you? Oh, well, you going like gourmet pizza, then All I right, would have so to go wait, it's, damn it, good pizza. It's Papa John's, Domino's, uh, Little Caesars. Um, what's the, uh, Little Caesars is barely What's the pizza. other one? Pizza it's Hut. It's not even Pizza, pizza. Hut. Ugh, no, those I mean, are the major ones. Neither, neither of those two. 
We have a place here called Dan Good Pizza. Mm-hmm. It's like Chica- true Chicago style. We're like gross, large piece, like four- disgusting. 14 <laughs> Chicago style is not pizza. It's casserole. <laughs> but I can't eat it because it's it's trash. That's why I get it. Yes, we get it. It tastes okay, but like one piece fills me. I like to feel like I pigged out for a while. Like, if I want to feel like a man, I go into Little Caesars and order three pizzas. If I can do that. If anyone says they are a Chicago-style pizza fan, I know that I will not like them. <laughs> okay, the best pizza is in New York. New York pizza is the best. Oh, it's the New York style. I like hand-tossed. I don't need thin crust. I definitely don't want deep dish. When did thin crust come out? See, that's, that's another that's feminine pizza. It's, that's a bunch of girls. Oh, it's a little too much crust. Then we're going to get it thinner. <laughs> I don't feel like I have any testosterone today. That's what happened. I can see how you would not like people who like things thinner. I get that. No, no, man. Skinny chicks, you suck. <laughs> They have their purpose. I mean, <laughs> no, man, the two bony shit hurts. <laughs> so I'm going Papa John's for my pick. Hey, are, are, are we just picking from those five? The major chains, yeah. Out of the major chains, Papa John is the best, although I'm not. I mean, they're okay. I don't really like any of the major chains. That's just me. Yeah, well, well, I can eat. Well, of course I not. But this neighborhood. Pizza's I can eat any of them. them but if, I, if, I, if you had to tell me there's one dish... You can have for the rest of your life. What do you pick? Ooh. I'm probably going pizza. No, I'm not picking pizza. What are you going oh. with? Tacos. Ugh. I mean, I love tacos, but still. I'll, I'll eat tacos every One day. thing that you can eat the rest of your life? Tacos. I'd probably go pizza. My wife's pussy. That's <laughs> probably oh, where I'd go. He sure. already said tacos, you dumbass. <laughs> well, this is the part that's getting edited out. So I <laughs> no, it's not. This is going. I was just being honest. <laughs> How many times have you asked me to edit something out? Pretty much only like three times have I pulled it out. God, what do you say about the Jews? Dear God. <laughs> I love them. We go to we go to church the same day. <laughs> they don't even go to church. They go to synagogue. <laughs> it depends on how you look at it. No, it does not. It's been around for thousands spe- they, of years. They do have some special privileges. Their churches are called synagogues. <laughs> yeah, that's very special, yeah. And they get circumcised. They all, y'all have nothing in common. <laughs> He's got you there. You're right. I would be so evil, right? <laughs> Dude, I could rule Actually, that shit. I can see you being Jewish. You, you do have kind of a, a, a rabbi vibe. Yeah, I get that quite often. It's to lure people in. <laughs> to lure Ooh, I don't like the sound of that. No, that's a bad... <laughs> There's, to lure there's them another in sound bite right there into your van that has no windows <laughs> no i had to sell the van oh my god obvious. he, he had a van. van he had oh, a dude, van. i had the creeper van he had oh, the yeah, creeper dude. van and it had hand control so you didn't have to use the pedals cheer well <laughs> just in case you're drifting in <laughs> your fucking van no i would just hit that he picked, paraplegic, he picked paraplegic yeah. let him drive he picked me up from the airport in that and he was like, okay, okay, you, you drive. drive. And I was like, what the, what is this? <laughs> Were you My feet to- are just dangling. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's, he's like, like what right, the fuck? Five, yeah. two. Yeah. And so then like the brakes were really sensitive. So I would like accidentally lock up the brakes half the time. <laughs> Dude, that thing was awesome. It was. We had so much fun. <laughs> Dude, I had a bed in the back, but it was like one of those almost like a 70s bed velvet. <laughs> I put a I flat screen, a, a refrigerator, joke. a microwave, 
a PS4, a th- Xbox 360. This wasn't even it that was long awesome. ago. No, it wasn't. This is PS4. <laughs> this is fourth generation console. <laughs> fucking creeper, man. Yep. I thought you were gonna say Super Nintendo. <laughs> no. No, I try to I try to keep a Cooper van close by all the time. <laughs> yeah, look, I I talk shit about uh, vans and all this stuff. There's mm-hmm. a comedian here in town, uh, Charles Justice, he has a joke about um, uh, living in a van. It's a very funny joke. But then I was like, I it's funny because it's absurd. Yeah. But then I started thinking about it. I was like, if you're a touring comic, if you had a van that you could sleep in, that'd be a fucking hack. Oh you, you yeah, know, you can go like instead of like getting in a hotel everywhere you go. That's an extra like 150 bucks you're pocketing. Mm-hmm. Hey, when you're living in a vehicle van, <laughs> when you go from a tourist to that, that's living. That's moving up. <laughs> yeah. Where do you shower though? Truck stops. Gym. Gyms. Yeah. Just Juan, walking, like, we you all know you've ship. never been in a gym. Come on now. <laughs> you know what's funny? Come I worked in now. gyms for over a decade. <laughs> I was a personal trainer yeah, and an aerobics instructor. Jim's Pizza is this Detroit pizza place. It's fucking great. <laughs> I did my aerobics. I taught aerobics, aqua aerobics. Yes. Did all that shit. I used to actually train the world's tallest fraternal twins. That is the most obscure. <laughs> Isn't it weird? Yeah, I know. Were they, they were seven. Were they the men one guy or women? was seven, seven. And the other guy was seven, six. Guys. Mm-hmm. Big dicks. I don't know. Come on now. They were literally How hard over were you my training head. them. Not in my face, over my head. These guys didn't like duck under doors. They bent over at the waist. Yeah, so they you were, were looking you. at their dicks non You were dick level. <laughs> no, it was over my head. It would be like mistletoe. I would have had to look up. <laughs> <laughs> mistletoe. That's the only time I was really glad 5'2 was real low. You know, I couldn't even get hit in the head like by a swing by or anything. I was, I was good. But they well, had to do all free weights because they didn't fit on anything. Where were they from? Like it's so embarrassing. Uh Norway. <laughs> and they no, they were seriously they wanted to get in the NBA. Yeah. And but dude, there's no way they, when you're that <laughs> So they big, want to go to the NBA, so they went to you <laughs> to fucking There was a, train. there was a time I was a very respected trainer. <laughs> I was also a nationally uh decorated athlete at one point. And what? Gymnastics, believe it or not. Well, so. that makes sense. Again, the shortness. It tracks. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, so I, it was, but they you know, when you're that big dude, you can't move. No. Yeah. Not, not fluidly. No. They weighed 500 pounds and they weren't fat. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's yeah, huge, Ming, man. Like you knew that there was a timer on him. Like he's, the, the body is not meant to be that big and no. jump. No. Well, their doctors, even back then where they were telling them, like, this isn't a good move. Like when you're that big to put your heart, a human heart under that kind of stress, you're going to probably die young. Yeah. It's not like Andre the insane. Giant. Yeah. Yeah. R.I.P. Pour some out for R. a good R. one. R.I.P., man. Dude, I used he to used love to drink, drink his ass yeah. off. <laughs> he had all the beer and it looked like this. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, he could drink a hundred beers. He could drink a keg. A keg of beer easily. Oh, I didn't know that. That's, yeah. Do you know how many cups are in a keg? The dude destroyed alcohol. That's probably another reason why he died young. Well, I mean, he lived. He, well, think about it. If you ever you're you're on like a maybe a fifty year timer, yeah, like live it up, man. Well, and he was in a lot of pain all the time. Oh, too. All the time. yeah, body is fucked. because of his size. You yeah. just like your body just kind of defeats itself. Yeah. yeah, he was a really cool dude, though. From what I understand, yeah, everything I've se- heard or see or, or watched, read about him. Yeah, read about him. Like super solid guy, mm-hmm. which is weird for a Frenchman. 
Typical, True. typically dicks. Typically dicks. Did I, you don't have to be when you're seven foot. Whatever <laughs> dude was a fucking it's giant. Not, it's nice when you get stepped on. I don't, what are you going to do? <laughs> you get stepped on. Oh. And Hogan body slammed him. We went him. way off. We, we went way off. Oh, but yeah. you know what? That's fine. We, we It's been two weeks since we've recorded. Just consider this a bonus, everybody else. But anyways, thank you, everybody. And if you for, don't, uh, fuck you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening, and uh, <clears throat> thank you for joining us for this, uh, you know, our second What was the topic episode? today again? <laughs> the Battle of Thermopylae and Alex, Ran- or Adam, Alex, Alex. Wow. Adam ranting Adam about Q- QAnon. <laughs> Dude, I'm just saying the truth is out there. <laughs> okay, Fox Mulder. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> By the way, I love the x Are you That's Scully in this situation? No. <laughs> you got the red hair. <laughs> That's fucked up. Fair. Have you ever watched that show? I love that show. I've seen them all. Is it all. good? Is it really it's good? It's great. It's it's got a Wait. little bit of cheesy, but it's really good. What? I've never watched it. Me it's neither. So Not a single good. episode. So good. I love it. Huh. I've I've seen the series through a couple times. Anyways, we're gonna go down another tangent. Anyways, yeah. thank you everybody for listening. Uh thank you know, we'll see you guys next week. Have a safe time out there. You know, don't do anything reckless, but still be active and be creative. And be smart. Uh, See y'all later. Bye. Stay home, stay safe. And by safe, I mean don't run out of condoms. (laughs) Watch Persian choke porn or whatever the fuck (laughs) you started my earlier. Persian choke porn. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) It's just never going to (laughs) end. Bye. Oh, my God. Ugh. Being one.